0: yeah <laughs> 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 that's never happened right off the like did now
1: yeah what do you guys fun, say your, your fundraising dollars at work
0: <laughs> Can you say the name of the movie we saw because I apparently can't get my mouth around it think what did we say uh,
1: uh, we saw Kong Kong: colon Skull Island
0: thank you that was I'm Tom Chick that was Christian McCloskey uh,
1: I would like to be referred to as dear Billy.
0: Kelly Wan, just to make sure you're up to this, say the name of the movie and then give us a tagline for it. This is what a raffle winner can look forward to enjoying.
2: Like, this is the <laughs> professionalism. All right, <laughs> what was the question? The movie Let's we saw? Let's see if you
0: can say the name of it's the movie. It's worth money. It. Kong colon Skull Island? Now, what's that movie with uh, the cult led by John Hawks uh, with one of the Olsen twins? Uh very fuck it up. Keep going. I'll tell you when you're done. This
2: is actually the first one's the hard one. Martha, Marcy May Marlene.
0: Thing is, aren't we so proud of him?
1: Yeah, he's really come it's a eight. long way.
2: Uh, it's eight in the
0: morning, too, in Germany, because daylight saving time. They it grow up just... so fast. Kelly Wand. Wow. It, it just seems Marcy like just yesterday you had no idea what that movie was called. Mm-hmm. It's almost
2: alphabetical, and then it's not, and then it is again. That's the mnemonic device.
0: Oh, you're cheating by coming <laughs> up with mnemonic devices, I say. All right. Yeah. Well,
2: Once you Kelly- get past the M, it's easy to remember the rest.
0: Okay, I'm gonna try this week's movie. Let's see if I can do it now. Kong Skull Island.
1: Kelly, yeah. you did it. <laughs> Got it.
0: <laughs> Kelly Wand, what's a the tag- way you're supposed to say it too. Yeah. What's to a, what's the tagline for this movie? Sorry, Brie.
2: Kong's not into brunettes. <laughs> she only like he only likes blonde queens. Okay. Uh, finally a King Kong movie that's canon. right i have had it with these motherfucking skulls on this motherfucking (laughs) island
0: (laughs) that's my favorite so far are there more uh i think they got the
2: wrong jackson spoiler alert
0: oh okay i kind of like that one that one took a little bit of thought but i got it that's all
2: i asked for and the most i'll ever ask for
0: is that a tagline or you're just talking <laughs> I was
2: just
0: talking. I just can't stop saying it. it sounds like it's a tagline. Well, Dingus, don't spoil Kong Skull Island for any of the listeners. Give us some basics about the movie we saw this week without spoiling anything. That will be Kelly's job when we do the synopsis.
1: All right. Well, this week we saw Kong Skull Island, mm-hmm. a 2017 American action adventure fantasy monster movie. About how sad it is that there are no direct flights to the states from Danang International Airport. It was directed by Jordan Vote Roberts and written by Dan Gilroy and Max oh. Borenstein and uh. Derek Connolly. Uh. <laughs> it's, it stars Tom Hiddleston, oh. Brie Larson, oh. John C. Oh, Riley. Oh my God! John Goodman, uh, Corey Hawkins, and Mark Evan Jackson. Kong: colon, Skull Island is rated PG-13.
0: Well, come on.
1: Boo. For yeah, why would in, that be? Intense sequences of sci-fi violence and action. It must. And be yeah. for brief, strong language.
0: Oh, effing ants! That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so uh, strong. Kong Skull. Oh, Kelly Wan, did they miss anything? Because a lot of times the MPAA, you feel they don't provide enough information. So if you were to weigh in on this rating and what parents I should know. I think they're
2: idiots and unqualified and I should just take over and they shall <laughs> be fired like attorneys.
0: Well, if that happened, what would we be seeing on the poster for Kong Skull Island? I think they've missed everything. I would have said
2: it's got graphic rock lyrics in it. And prolonged shots of people pretending to watch CG fighting itself. (laughs) And adult situations until the opening credits. (laughs) (laughs) Then you can let the kids in.
0: Okay. Uh, Kong Skull Island opened at number one. It made a $61 million debut. Oh, beat Logan. Beat Logan, but will well, well, Logan's, the beast? Well, Logan's on his second weekend. Logan had his time in the sun, and now it's time to move over. And a lot We all saw on. Logan, and we all
2: saw this week later. That's what I get out of it.
0: <laughs> right? I could have gone to Logan a second time today. Instead, I saw something awful. And I'm not talking about Kong Skull Island. Uh, we'll get back wait. to that. Uh, so it's... it's it's America's favorite movie this weekend. Uh, critically, eh, Rotten Tomatoes says it's 79% of the reviews being positive. Hmm. Just shy of that nice even 80%. Yeah, that's gone down then because it was at 80 Friday. It's at 79 now. And at Metacritic, which is the average rating from various reviews, it's at 63. Huh. We'll see what happens when Pennsylvania comes in. Well, let's see what idiots think. It's, that, that was not intended to be a segue. Some, some of my best friends are from Pennsylvania. Uh, and on the podcast. Idiots were kind of like, eh, I don't know, uh, B+. Plus. What? That's a cinema score. It's not quite as Wait. good as XXX Return of Xander Cage, but it's better slightly than Fist Fight, in which uh, <sighs> Charlie Day and, and Ice Cube actually have a fist fight. Uh, I saw that, by the way. I've seen, I've seen both of the movies that bracket – Kong skull Did Island. you see Catfight, too? Or I saw Catfight, too. I loved Catfight, hated Fistfight. Actually, Fistfight disliked. Fistfight has some girl cute fight. stuff Fight. Uh, Girl Fight. Uh, I love me some uh, Karen Kusama. And uh, I saw a movie called Table 19, which is uh, Anna Kendrick's latest movie, and it's terrible. It's terrible, terrible, uh, terrible. She's on a cold streak for you. And what did
2: you
1: say you felt about Catfight?
0: Uh, I like Catfight a lot. Yeah, I, liked Catfight. It. I mean it's not for everyone, but Catfight is really—I mean—super uh, dark sense of humor, and I love what both of the actresses were doing. Uh, yeah, so super down with Catfight. Fist there fight. should
2: be a movie called Cockfight, but it's not about chickens. Okay, what were you going to say about? It there probably is. Yeah, it's an uh, animated. film.
0: <laughs> so at any rate, uh, B plus on Cinema Score. It's no Return of Xander Cage, but. A little better than Fist Fight. Wait, you're gonna say something about Fist Fight, I thought. Or girlfriend fight oh, Fist Fight has uh the finale of Fist Fight, which isn't the, the fight actually. The finale is Charlie Day doing uh, a super R rated rap song with his little tiny precocious monkey of a daughter during a talent show, and the little daughter's uh. dropping like F right and low, which is really she's doing like I don't know who the rapper is, but she's doing super explicit rap lyrics, which I thought was hilarious. Mm, it's case through, by case. It depends on the case kid. By case, but after sitting through ninety minutes of Charlie Day's grating voice, you know, yeah. to hear a little, a little tiny, you know, like eight year old uh, doing f bomb rapping, it was a lot of fun.
1: So for raps, do you prefer this or the visit?
0: Oh boy! Mm. Ew. Yeah. I, in earnest, enjoyed the little white girl rap in Fist Fight. The visit I rapping know. was just painful. Yeah. Depends on the kid, again. So, yeah. do you
1: prefer the musical, the rap um, at the end of Fist Fight, mm-hmm. uh, over uh, the weird dance sequence at in Little Miss Sunshine?
0: Oh, I hate that fucking. Oh, that's a good one. I mean, I, I've I've come to really kind of like Abigail Breslin since then. I feel bad for her. So, yeah there were there weren't enough f bombs in the Abigail Breslin dance.
1: Okay, fair enough.
0: So there you go. I thought you were going to say with the end of – what was that uh, that biopic, um, that uh, public enemy biopic? Shoot, what was that called?
3: What
0: oh, uh, you Straight Outta Compton. Straight Outta Compton. Compton. Yeah, straight out Compton. Which has, I, like, I liked the rap at the end of Fist Fight better than the rap in Straight Outta Compton.
1: Which has an actor in this, by the way.
0: <laughs> oh, it does? Oh, yeah. it Oh, well, let's get into that in a minute. But first, because that might be a spoiler. First, let's have Kelly Wand – Give us the mm. Kongopsis. I don't know Kellywand. Wand Kongskolilopsis. Oh boy. Uh. <laughs> Copkinsis
2: Wow.
0: Sounds like you just said like the genus and species of something. Yeah, because it's science based. <laughs> yeah. That is the funny.
1: genus. That is the genus of Kelly Wand.
0: All right, well, take it away. That. Make make my two hours worthwhile. Ooh, spoiler. All right. Now I want to hear all about that.
2: Cop kingsis, cop ipe this. John C. Riley's 20 and Italian in World War II, but on our side. To trick a Japanese extra, he blows up his own plane, then jumps out screaming. Luckily he eventually remembers he's wearing a parachute and lands by his exploding plane on a beach. John McCain leans over to me and goes, Personally I prefer pilots who don't crash. <laughs> I would have thought that would have been Trump, but it was McCain. <laughs> it was so ironic. <laughs> Young C. Riley's Asian co pilot lands too, and chases him with a sword to a cliff. They both do nothing till an ape shows up, yawns at them, and leaves. Young Riley and his Asian friend turn slowly to each other. Riley's all, Suddenly
4: I realize our war with each other doesn't extend to islands.
2: The Asians all, Except for Hawaii, they kiss. As we find out later, some Asian tribespeople show up at this point, murder the Japanese guy, and welcome John C. Riley into their tribe to be comic relief. The young guy who looks nothing like John C. Riley looks at us and goes, I'm not Comic Relief yet, just a guy who didn't notice a cliff till the last second, and miss shooting a Japanese guy at point-blank range six times. We freeze frame on his blinking face, drooling spittle as some words say stuff that end with opsis. Overshots of presidents from the 50s saying stuff that's irrelevant. Some more words remind us who else is miscast in this while 70s music plays. When I wake up screaming, John Goodman has a goatee and a black friend with glasses. They stand next to a TV set in an airport till Nixon comes on and announces, "Okay, it's nineteen seventy-three or one. Vietnam's over.
4: What are we trying to do?"
2: John Goodman looks at his black friend and goes, "That means we only have one day to whine for the army to take us to Skull Island." <laughs> the black friend's all, "Wait, so far I'm the lead in this? Hooray for Moonlight!" Loki walks on screen and goes, "Nope, <laughs> Richard Jenkins." <laughs> richard jenkins opens a door that says senator jenkins on it and scowls at goodman he's all oh great another clover fequel john goodman's all close they barge into his office belching nervously john goodman makes richard jenkins look at slides of cg fog i lean over to neeson sitting beside me and go so better than the gray goodman's all uh, these aren't actually the island. The camera's in my back pocket. I had carrots for lunch. Sorry, Jenkins is all. Goodman, we just won the Vietnam War. I have no time for your party boy antics right now. The Black Friend's all, sir. We believe there's island with King Kong on it. Legend, historical record, and common knowledge habit that Jack Black brought him to New York forty years ago. <laughs> Things got retarded. It was in all the papers. There's newsreel footage of it. We stuffed him and put him in a museum. I thought. Well, how the fuck can you get back to the island? <laughs> Jenkins yawns. Goodman's all, sir, if I may, there's an island with dinosaurs on it, and spiders, and a giant monkey that's never even seen America in this. Imagine how much he'd enjoy the glamour of Broadway, and our blondes. We'd like to take a few platoons with helicopters and drop bombs all over the forest that he sleeps near. Uh, until something dumb happens? <laughs> Brie Larson in a tank top walks on screen. My dick's all, Nice! She takes a picture of Goodman's goatee, another of the slide projector, and goes, I'm an anti-war photographer. Did someone say bombs? Everyone sighs. She's all, I think I also write. She snaps a picture of her empty notepad. She's all, blowing up an island to take geological measurements sounds like the story of the century. I'm in. (laughs) Jenkins is all, yeah, okay, fine. You guys are now in charge of the U.S. Army and Brie Larson. Christ. (laughs) Hard to imagine a dumber possible Presidential administration than this I can give you 30 helicopters full of unremarkable Extras and Sam Jackson An Asian woman with Glasses walks on screen and goes I think my character on this Is an astrologer God It's a period piece so it's okay (laughs) That's how people talk Back then dingus is war Right Meanwhile, Sam Jackson scowls at a map of Vietnam on his wall. He opens his cigar box, throws his dog tag into it, tosses the box in the trash, then shoots the trash can with his pistol and calls for air support. As his Italian plumber from Brooklyn friend comes in, Jackson's all, "What's the fucking point of trash?"
4: The plumber friend's all, "Sir, Senator Jenkins just told us to fly John Goodman and Bree Larson to Skull Island." <laughs> Remember from Brooklyn? <laughs>
3: <What> the <hell? laughs>
4: they say they want to measure the ice step by dropping bombs, so I put some can labeled simply toxic
2: gas onto some helicopters. We leave whenever. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Jackson's all. Looks like we're going to need a thin Caucasian British man to question my decisions. <laughs> They cruise dive bars in Saigon and Winnetka and deleted <laughs> scenes till they find one with Loki in it. They watch as he goes, checkmate, and scratches his cue ball and the chalk into the side pocket. He picks up some money and goes, better luck next time, old chap. A redneck's all, what the fuck? That's not my money. I just walked in here. Loki Stabs him in the throat with the pool cue, then uses it to annoy a bunch of other patrons. The bartender's (laughs) all, do whatever you want. orders a round on the house. (laughs) It's a different time. Sam Jackson looks at his Italian and goes, now there's somebody who hasn't answered 800-foot gorillas, probably. The Italian's all, who? Sam Jackson sighs. To Loki, he's all, yo. I want you to come to Skull Island with us and watch us drop bombs on some trees. You want me to watch trees? Make it double. Then divide that by five. If not, I'm in. (laughs) Sam Jackson's off. My character has an amorphous opinion towards yours. The next day, they park all their helicopters on a boat named Nothing and wait for the rest of the cast to walk on screen. (laughs) As Brie Larson boards the ship, she smiles at Sam Jackson and goes, Ha ha, you lost the Vietnam War. (laughs) (laughs) sam jackson's all no we didn't we abandoned it big difference idiot loki walks up to brie larson and goes i think my character's name in this is conrad bain i guess you're no one's love interest including kong's Brie Larson's all, yeah, moviegoers would rather watch me do this. She snaps a picture of her lens cap, then twists it off the lens and takes a picture of herself holding it at arm's length reluctantly like it stinks. Loki's all, I didn't know Larson was a woman's name. (laughs) She's all, I am a woman the last time I checked. And believe me, I check a lot. I look over at Charles Grodin sitting beside me and go, wouldn't mind that job. Brie Larson's womanhood verifier. He does a silent scream and gets stepped on. Jaden peeks back at me from the next row and goes, my dad says after I flunk my driver's test one more time, in the fifth of these, I can play a dumbass who gets stepped on by Kong. So I've been going to zoos every day for weeks, practicing. Whoever's captain of the ship somehow finds Skull Island and for some reason parks outside the fog bank. Everybody gets into helicopters and starts flying around in the fog till they find a valley full of CG trees. (laughs) The Italians all, hey, this island's not shaped like a skull. It's shaped like a kidney. What a jit. More like Doll Island. In disgust, he hurls his machine gun out into the jungle and starts removing his pants. From the back of the copter, one of the geologists is all,
1: Speaking of kidneys, I don't have to pee.
2: (laughs) It's just a cultural thing, Dingus.
1: (laughs) All right.
2: Brie Larson snaps a picture of her thumb. Loki's all, Stay sharp. Maintain a tight wedge formation. It's too quiet. (laughs) Sam Jackson's all, I heard that. He turns on some loud disco music so no one can hear him give orders. He's all, now for some motherfucking science! The soldiers start kicking bombs out of the helicopters to blow up grass below. Although it's the focus of her scoop, Brie Larson doesn't take any pictures of this. (laughs) The geologist is all, ha ha, stupid grass,
1: we're learning nothing!
2: (laughs) She puts on some headphones and crouches over a Geiger counter, twisting knobs. I lean over to Godzuki and whisper, Wish Brie Larson was a Geiger counter. Suddenly, King Kong shows up and starts eating all the helicopters. Loki's the only one who thinks to jump out of one of them. As he parachutes down past CG monkey ass crack, Loki's all, Damn, it's as if this ape has some hostility towards aircraft. (laughs) Brie Larson floats down beside him. She's all, Guess I'll have to change my headline to pictures I took on Skull Island, revised. Her camera drifts down on a separate parachute. It takes a picture of Jaden blinding him. (laughs) Loki and the survivors all watch and golf clap as Kong mangles their helicopters and eats all the soldiers, except for Sam Jackson, the plumber, and this guy.
4: I'm a nerd to the horrors of war, so what just happened monkey-wise isn't interesting to me. That's my character's viewpoint. (laughs) I'm jaded with a D. (laughs) Sam Jackson scowls
2: up at King Kong, who's scowling back and flipping him off. Sam Jackson's all, there's one thing I can't relate to. It's a bunch of white people showing up on my island that put me in chains. They camp for the night to be eaten, so Kong wanders off eating an octopus and shitting on Sam Jackson's tent as he leaves. We see the shits reflected in Sam Jackson's angry eyes. (laughs) Some of Kong's shit has skeletons wearing army helmets in it, so Sam Jackson makes them stand around the piles and blow taps all night. While the last bugler falls asleep, Loki picks up a map and goes, According to this, we have to reach a refueling point at the north end of the island in an hour of screen time, or we'll be stuck here till the next movie. (laughs) Brie Larson takes a picture of the bugle. John Goodman walks on screen. He's all, Don't worry, I'm still in this... (laughs) <laughs> by the way i knew king kong existed that's why we're really here i was hoping we'd get stranded so that changes something he walks off his black friend's all don't worry i'll talk to him Bree larson scowls at her camera fuck i have to manually focus she shrugs takes a step and then goes sprawling into a hole she's all holy shit guys look at the size of this footprint i just fell into whoa right They're all, that's a normal hole there. It's round. Suddenly, a bunch of naked Asian people with Sephora on their faces show up. (laughs) Girl told me what that means. They drag spears behind them and look bored. Loki's all, quick, everyone, look outnumbered. Suddenly, John C. (laughs) Riley has a beard. Well, the natives do nothing. Riley's all. Don't
4: worry, that's just how they say. We want to kill you. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's me. I'm that World War II vet. I guess these characters didn't see the opening scene. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> he hugs Bei Ling and goes,
4: I probably killed your grandma. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> he shows them some 3D chalk paintings he made using bong resin see that one's Kong I guess you could say he's king around here a nearby tribesman with a human skull on his head and a
4: bamboo scepter lowers his head oh you're also a respected monarch Gary we'll, we'll try you too someday the sequel will be all about you <laughs> he points to some other stuff that looks like CG yeah the end bosses in this are called skull crawlers they look like that thing at the uh, end of alien resurrection Kong likes to kill them since they're stupid they come from hell or something <laughs> the geologist holds up a printout white man is right my grandma is dead
2: Larson's all. If it had helped, maybe these tribespeople could drug me and offer me up as a bride to Kong. I got a toga in my purse. The tribespeople say nothing. John C. Riley's all.
4: Yeah,
3: no. no, 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 no."
2: (laughs) (laughs) He really gets them. Sam Jackson's all, let's get moving. My third stringers are out there. They walk around Skull Island. Millions of flying leeches show up, but they trick them by Loki having a knife and enhancing his peripheral vision by wearing a gas mask. (laughs) John Goodman's all, hey, look, I'm holding Brie Larson's camera for some reason. A skull (laughs) crawler suddenly eats him. The other characters all watch and listen impatiently as Brie Larson's (laughs) swallowed flashbulb keeps going off here and there throughout the fog.
4: The plumber's all, "Uh, How bright a flash cube is it to be that visible and audible through a giant, armored monster's stomach in all this fog? The sleepy soldier's all, Maybe we should be shooting our guns at the flash right now instead of just, you know, whatever... Suddenly Kong shows up
2: and eats the skull crawler. They all watch and listen as the Flash Cube keeps going off, this time inside Kong's stomach as he walks away. Farting Polaroids. The plum is all,
4: wait, so is Goodman still alive in there, taking all those?
2: Brie Larson holds up one of the Polaroids and goes, this one's out of focus. John Goodman's black friend comes back from taking a leak. He's all, whew. Too much citrus. So, what'd I miss? Suddenly a different dying skull crawler walks on screen and pukes up a skull and some dog tags, then walks off. Ignoring the tags, Loki raises the skull at Jackson and goes, Sir, this is obviously Corporal Private Chapman, whichever one he was. We need to not kill King Kong and go east to the refueling station north of here. John C. Riley giggles and goes,
4: Jack Black was in a period piece monster movie? How disconcerting was that guy's line readings?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the plumber sighs at Sam Jackson and goes, Does seem weird you only care about killing Kong after the skull crawl has just stayed a bunch of us too, more recently even. Jackson's all, look, two years ago I played a guy friends with Tarzan who was played by a different actor who also looked like Loki but that was 1910, let's move out suddenly the flash cube starts going off inside Brie Larson's stomach while they all stare at her, she's all, that's weird they walk around some more Loki's all, Brie, come over here with me away from the rest of the group I have a cool idea <laughs> Brie Larson walks over to him she's all, yeah? Suddenly, they realize King Kong's next to them. Brie Larson ruffles Kong's nose hair and back teeth affectionately. She's all, aw, he's not so realistic. Suddenly, another skull crawler shows up and tries to eat Brie, but Kong tricks it by making it eat his hand. He celebrates by wandering off again. Loki's all, he pulled out that thing's tongue with the same fist he had you clenched in. For you, that must have felt the way Matthew Broderick felt when he was in that cab Godzilla put in his mouth in the Emmerich one. (laughs) <laughs> For they tricked him by driving it out in reverse <laughs> she's all are you serious they use reverse <laughs> we have to save kong from sam jackson and the natives from john c riley when they get back sam jackson is putting kong to sleep by setting him on fire <laughs> Loki and Brie Larson pull out their guns and aim them at Sam Jackson. To the soldiers, Brie Larson's all. Whose side are you guys on? Your commanders or mine? They all aim their guns at Jackson. <laughs> Sam Jackson's all. I guess I see they are my ways. Kong eats him, then starts fighting with another skull crawler that shows up. John C. Riley's all.
4: Yeah, that's a big one. I know it's hard to tell in 3D. <laughs>
2: Loki and the soldiers and Brie Larson help Kong by running away. As they get to a bridge, Costner takes the pins out of all his grenades, smiles at them, and goes,
4: I learned a cool trick against tornadoes and Man of Steel. You guys go ahead and enjoy your lives free of me. I'm going to prove that I'm smarter than a lizard with an empty skull. Hopefully it eats me and doesn't knock me into a cliff with its tail. That'd be sort of embarrassing. useless death really if that happens uh, pretty confident in my plan so uh, yeah Brie Larson's all awesome bye
2: they all walk away a bit to watch a couple seconds later Costner explodes <laughs> against the cliff Brie Larson's all wow he managed to do that all by himself before the skull crawler even showed up <laughs> Loki's all why'd we give him all our grenades again
3: Ugh.
2: To celebrate, they keep running. Suddenly, the Skullcrawler and Kong both walk on screen from the same direction. The plumber's all, I'll root for the one that should have a dick. Brie Larson takes a few pictures, then realizes she doesn't have her camera anymore. (laughs) (laughs) After a minute or two of taking pictures. John Goodman's black friend's all, yo, I just had a cool idea. Let's tie the Skullcrawler to the boat and bring it to New York and put it on a stage in chains. Although, I guess with a monster that big, people probably just see it for free the second we reach port. Don't want to pay admission <laughs> again. But. Makes sense. Everyone rolls their eyes tiredly. Uh, Goodman's friend's still alive. Yeah. Meanwhile, King walks away from the skull crawler, locates the animator sitting at a computer CGing it, and hits the delete key. The skull crawler disappears. <laughs> Loki and Brie Larson cheer, then walk onto a boat with John C. Riley as it leaves the island. The plumbers all. What the
4: fuck? Hey, wait! What about us? Where are you guys going?
2: The natives stare stoically at the receding
4: ship. John C. Riley's all. Uh, that's how they say we barely even noticed you guys were here. And keeping a few pairs of breeze panties.
2: The white characters all wave goodbye to King Kong and the tribe's people.
3: <laughs>
2: what? I guess that makes sense. While he tosses the headman's family into his mouth and falls asleep on top of all the huts, crushing. Loki's all. I guess after what's happened here, we're all changed in some way. I, for one, will henceforth be hurting people using a pool cue with a little more respect for the forces of Mother Nature that shaped its shaft. Brie Larson's all. I've decided to leave journalism. This story's not all that great. The geologist holds up a printout and goes, My data is useless! <laughs> Everyone points and laughs affectionately at Bree. While some words tell me who trained Loki how to hold up CG dog tags, John C. Riley knocks on a random door. A woman opens and starts sobbing and hugging him, while a nearby sullen teen in Bellbottom stares at them dubiously. Riley's all, I guess this scene's not supposed to be funny, so I won't say anything. After the words finally, finally end, Brie Larson walks on screen and stares with Loki at a Godzilla-shaped blip on a radar screen. John C. Riley's dressed as a general. The plumber, who's now a different actor, is all. Hm, based on this shape, it looks like the most obvious thing to say right now is that we just found another king. What do you think, Madam President? The president's all. Let's
1: go back and run from it.
2: <laughs> the end.
1: <laughs> wow. Ugh.
2: So that was the Skull Island.
0: <laughs> well done. That was Ugh. a really nice John C. Riley. I appreciate yeah.
2: that. He's hard. It's tough. Do You wouldn't
0: make shoot? it seem tough. That seemed to roll off your tongue yeah, pretty easily. Yeah. That was really good. Uh, uh, all right, I'm going to go first. Uh, I defy either of you to tell me something about this movie that isn't dumb. You cannot think of a single thing that is not just outright stupid or inept. There is nothing in this movie that is good. That is my assertion. My I over.
3: Like
0: mm, okay. Oh, go ahead. Well, go ahead. I kind of like the opening. The very first shot is really good. There's no no, it takes no skill to make an opening in a movie. You just show the audience something and make them wonder what's going to happen. Do some. I mean, a movie has not, you know, a movie starts with a blank slate. It's easy to like a movie that's just started.
1: What do you mean by the very first shot? What are you talking about? He's me or Tom. I'm talking about you. You said the very first shot. What are you it opens defining? It's a plane it?
2: exploding and a guy landing on a beach. And then...
1: Well, that, that's just geez. designed for, for, for 3D because he's falling down toward you. It's just a 3D design shot, right?
2: Yeah, but I also like that that's the introduction to Skull Island. is a guy falling onto it. Okay. And then running. But then,
0: then after that shot, it kind of jumps the shark. And then I'm sort of... <laughs> I don't even feel it has the energy to jump a shark. It just sucks throughout, I, I think. Uh, my Over is a, a movie that freaked me out as a kid that I went back and watched and is ridiculous, but I have a lot of affection for it. Uh, I think this is a bad movie also, but it's, I would way rather watch this again than Kong Skull Island. It's a weird movie called The Lost Continent about a passenger ship that runs afoul of a lost continent and there's weird creepy like dinosaur uh, octopuses and crabs on it and and they run into some spanish conquistadors who got lost many generations ago and are still basically being conquistadors in this one little island uh and it's this kind of movie this kind of adventure movie on some weird exotic island and it's terrible but i remember seeing a bit where there's uh tentacles that come out of fog and and tear people off of the the side of a ship and they get eaten screaming and super freaky as a kid and went back and watched it. It was silly. Um but I enjoyed what it. What are it the because, conquistadors doing it? Well they end up like trying to catch. they're like the tribes people and they're hostile and they end up like trying to I think they fight the it's like the Vikings in uh that city at the top of the world movie.
2: Oh I like that movie too though.
0: But imagine instead of Vikings you have conquistadors. That's uh, right. Lost Continent. Uh We're it's from nineteen sixty eight. It's as old as I am. Uh my under and I've, this, I feel this is pretty closely bracketed because I think this is this bad. I was just trying to think of what's a really bad Asylum movie that I've seen. Now, Asylum does <laughs> crap for the sci-fi channel, and their stuff just has no energy, no craft, no enthusiasm to it. It's just all just crappy CG and B-list actors and nobody even really trying for the script. And the last Asylum movie I saw that was kind of like this was called Bermuda Tentacles, uh, and it's uh, <laughs> Linda <laughs> Hamilton is the, the, the commander of the Navy, and John Sat, boy, No, John Savage is the president of the United States, and uh, they run into a bunch of – they're not even tentacles. They're like giant worms, and they fight the giant worms. And here's, here's an indication of what you're in for when you're watching Bermuda Tentacles. It gives you the name of the cast and everybody in it, and then finally it says, and Jamie Kennedy. Oh. It's that kind of, like, you, you know when you get the and what kind of name after that, you know what kind of experience you're in for so yeah. that's underneath, because those Asylum movies some people like to watch them as a bad but I, I, just ha- I get no joy out of the Asylum movies this is better than that I would rather watch this, at least this had uh, obviously a CG budget to it, okay, whatever but uh, a, a super subpar Land That Time Forgot clone from 1968 called Lost Continent, I would put above this uh, and okay as you guys do your over and under I'm still waiting for you to tell me about something in this movie that's, that's not terrible so Kelly Wan Kelly, give me an over and under and uh, yeah, uh, I think it's a
2: good idea um, my over would be King Kong <laughs> like any of them uh, and my under would be Jurassic World because I think this movie was more fun for me than Jurassic World and it was also kid free wow.
0: uh, it was also it,
1: written like, by the same dude
0: was it? one of the dudes. Basically, it was the writer of Jurassic World and, oh, shoot. Uh, he hasn't learned much. Oh, Godzilla. The Godzilla. The guy who did the character yeah. That uh, Godzilla. Yeah, I don't like that either. And, and Nightcrawler. <laughs> yeah, Dan Gilroy. I'm guessing Dan Gilroy was like one of those things like, we brought him in to clean up the script. <laughs> like, they always bring in someone ill-suited to the task. I've noticed. Like, they'll hire can... science fiction guys to write comedies. They're really random. Dan Gilroy's name was tacked onto something else recently that I didn't care for. I forget what it is. Um, but um, yeah, yeah. So, and it's Tony Gilroy's brother, right? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. But, they so work so together the, a lot.
1: The, his first thing that he directed on his yeah. own was Nightcrawler, but he usually worked with Tony. Yeah.
2: It's, it's weird it's how Alex. guys who are right, good writers aren't good directors and vice versa, maybe. But, well, captain,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's not true of him. He's, I mean, Alex Nightcrawler Garland. was awesome. Or Alex Garland's Ex Machina. Yeah, right. He's the writer, man. Yeah. Maybe, uh, wasn't Alex Garland one of the producers on this? Or I oh, good his? lord. I don't recall seeing his name. Right, maybe I not. I kind of okay. doubt it. It doesn't seem like it's in his wheelhouse, but you might be right. Uh, I right. like that it was set in the
2: 70s, too. But except for Bree's hair, there wasn't a very pervasive sense of period, I
0: didn't I think. I love that it was like set, it set in the 70s. It didn't have anything. It didn't, I hated it, that. It i' don't nothing know, with I've, it, though. It yeah, didn't what no, it, didn't it, just, it. it was said in the why? 70s so that we can get away from – so this idea that, oh, a satellite, it's the dawn of satellite – or not the dawn, but I mean we're just starting to map the world through satellites, and we have helicopters. That, that, I mean I just – at first I was like, okay, they're right. going to play with this idea that, that helicopters and satellites are cutting-edge technology, so that explains why it's an unknown area. But
2: I don't, I don't well, think – Well, they it, could have done more with the characters. The characters no. suck. Let's get yeah,
0: yeah, set yeah. in the 70s just so Jordan
1: Vote roberts can jack off about Apocalypse Now. And I think that that's what he's doing. Uh, I think that that's what that's he's doing. So so it's hard well, dark. Look at the, look at the, the t- posters. Oh, look okay. at what he said about the movie. He's just jacking off about Apocalypse Now. That's what he's doing. Listen to the music. That's all he's doing, and that's, that's why it's set in the 70s. It's just – I mean there's, there's, there's no reason not to set it. It, right after the Iraq war, right after right – during Afghanistan or any other time if you want to make it about a military excursion or whatever. the jungles in Vietnam. I think. I think it's far more interesting to find something that's uh, an island we've never heard of in the age of satellites than yeah, it is. He, he totally
2: lamed down Skull Island. Like – Okay, for one thing, I, I was really bummed it wasn't funnier. I really wish they jump-streeted the whole movie and just everybody was in sync with John C. Riley. I think that would have made it more fun. Instead, everyone was just kind of boring. And he's the only one in the trailer for it. And then I was really bummed it wasn't R-rated. Because Steve ja- Or Steve Jackson. Jesus. Peter Jackson... His battle choreography in The King Kong, which I think is vastly underrated. I think yeah. Kong's fight on that versus the three T-Rexes was terrific. Yeah. And the way it leads up to without dialogue and Naomi Watts is running into that log. Like, that's fucking Skull Island. Skull Island's trying to kill you gruesomely every second. And the natives right. on it that were miserable and terrified. And they killed some of the characters. And so that's the Skull Island I was sort of hoping to see. But instead, it was
0: kind of like a Jurassic World Skull Island. <laughs> Well, it very was very Santa PG-13 films. like and there yeah. was nothing there was nothing and you know in, when in, when Peter Jackson did King Kong that horrifying crevice with all the bugs in it yeah. like that was really gruesome his death in that yeah that was Is really he... gruesome awful creepy weird disconcerting yes. uncomfortable stuff uh, and I, I was hope you know I, I'd want to see a movie
2: about that place. That's what I thought I was gonna get. So my my hopes for this were I think way too high because I was picturing that hap like oh it's gonna be three hours of the bugs and I just sort of like tuned out
0: that it wasn't Peter Jackson. Making well, here's kind of how I knew we weren't gonna get that is this is uh, well dingus real quick what what are your overs and unders? It sounds to me yeah, like you're not down with this movie.
1: My overs and unders are based on terrible reveals in movies, but actually that's not even fair. It was really hard for me to do over unders here because this movie is so horrible, and I think the the every every single reveal in this movie is mishandled. This dude, yeah, you know, I just heard him on a podcast. He sounds totally affable, sounds like a nice guy, but he does not know how to handle a movie reveal
0: at all. Well, I don't from, think he knows how to handle uh, editing or dialogue or continuity or actors, or, or, or actors yeah. or special effects. Yeah, no, I mean this, this is what happens when you hand 100 million dollars to someone who has no idea what he's doing. Yeah, uh, they, if, keep doing uh, they keep doing it. but if your main
1: point is, gee, I've got a monster as big as a building and that's that's my big thing and you you reveal it in the first the first sequence of the movie with in that ham-handed away. Really, that's what you're gonna do? That's how you're gonna you're gonna flub this? You're not gonna pay attention to anything that has gone before about how we might want to see this revealed in an interesting and exciting way? There's nothing exciting, scary, or interesting about this movie whatsoever. It's arbitrary. Um, so. Uh, the Over, I would put... And this is unfair because I think this reveal is really good. It's just in a movie I don't like. And that's why I'm putting it over. And it's not that closely bracketed because I really hated this movie. So I would put signs over this movie because I don't like signs, but I like the reveal of the alien in signs. In that, that home movie, like the, that thing like skirting past in the birthday party. That's a really good reveal in a movie I don't like. So that's why I put it over this. Under, I would put... You know, any It was really hard to do this, but I could put any number of random movies, but I'm, I'm going to put Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter because I just think that there's just a random vampire reveal just thrown at you. Uh, I would rather watch this again, I guess, than watch Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Um, and I would rather watch Signs than watch this again. Any number of times I would rather watch Signs uh, than watch this again. I think that the, the way he handles the the first reveal is – utterly ridiculous y- y- that's not how you handle that moment you don't show us him yet idiot and then i'm sorry i shouldn't have said idiots because he <laughs> seems like a nice guy but in the in the in the helicopter thing y- even then he doesn't handle it properly in the lizard monsters he doesn't handle properly the rampharenchus or any of those other creatures none of them get revealed in an interesting or exciting way there's not even a jump scare that scared me there's nothing in this movie that that was remotely interesting to me
2: they're all weightless. It's true.
1: Like, so I don't understand I, how you don't reveal these things. How you don't
0: understand the I, elements of how to reveal something. Yeah, you, you never I, watched Jaws. You don't understand because you're not a filmmaker. This guy doesn't even understand the basics of editing, dingus. Like the, no. the fact that he can't reveal a monster. That he has no sense for tension or suspense or or the majesty of this thing. You know, anything in this that's impressive is a function of the special effects studios that did it. Uh, and there's nothing that, that the director does. And you can see that just the moment to moment editing in this movie. There's no concern for flow or continuity. Mm-hmm. Certain scenes, it plays like a trailer. Uh, like there, there's yeah. he's just suddenly jumping to another scene. Wait, think too of that action sequence with the helicopters. Every now and then, there's just an insert shot of a button lit up saying engine warning. We get during this action <laughs> sequence, we are shown the oil pressure dial for one of the helicopters. He edits that in there. He thinks that that is something to edit into an action sequence. Just short edits. It's confused. Lots of slow motion, too. And why not just let us look at the cool thing in regular speed for longer Rather than slow motioning it to call attention to it and to make it stand out. I mean, we know it looks cool. You don't have to slow it down. Just let us see it for a little longer. You know, why have characters split up into three separate places? You know, three and separate not let parties. Let us know who's uh, with who, by the yeah, way. Yeah, and they cut amongst them. Why when? Why are we seeing action sequences while someone is talking? When John C. Riley is talking about. Who King Kong is. We just have a little montage of King Kong climbing and fighting stuff. I mean, this guy has no sense of, of how to tell a story through a movie. And I haven't seen his only other movie, which is called Kings of Summer, but I can't imagine that... I mean, maybe it's like just a charming indie coming-of-age story, Or, but I can't imagine that there's much craft to it. Because uh, just the basics of this, he can't get right. Did he get this because of the title of the f- uh, first movie? Okay, obviously. Uh, <laughs>
2: And the executive <laughs> just got that far and like, yeah, he's, he's king, he, he gets it well, it's I like
0: Dingus I, pointed I out
1: an island. go ahead, go ahead, Tom
0: it's like Dingus pointed out during one of the Captain America movies I think what's going on here is you just get a new director who is someone who's indie, who is desperate to get into Hollywood, who wants to get his foot in the door and he's had some success with film festival circuits or whatever and maybe Fox Searchlight bought one of his movies and he's looking for his next thing so get a malleable young director to put a brick into your franchise edifice uh, without wanting to worry about his vision or him doing anything fancy or without him pushing back for any of the casting. Uh, and I think that's just what's going on here. And sometimes it works. As a matter of fact, I'm not sure it does work. Like, I know you guys were down with like the dudes that did the Captain America movie, Colin Trevorrow for Jurassic World. Uh, I hate Jurassic think World. I think is kind of into it. Like for me, I can't think yeah. of an example I feel sure like it's an example where this worked, where – maybe there isn't. Well, No, Nolan. It worked with Nolan.
1: Well, it depends how, how strong the hand is that is guiding these decisions because my, my contention – and you're right, Tom. I've said this a, a couple of times, and I did say it about Winter Soldier. Uh, I think that, uh, that Kevin Feig – is that how you say his name? I never remember how to say his name – is yes. the guiding hand.
0: Right. He's, the, and there's he's nothing sort of like the that. god. And there's and, like legendary has nothing like that for this goofy monster thing
1: that they're right. wanting, and to they're play. and they're trying, and they're and what they're doing rather than having somebody who knows what he's doing or she's doing, they're just taking a stab, yeah, and they took the wrong stab because this guy's passionate, he loves the property, he loves the ideas of it, but he does not know how to make this movie in any way. I mean, I just don't think there's anything redeemable here it's really really disturbing i mean you don't even know how many helicopters there are how many crews are in which helicopter i mean it's so confusing and frustrating and what they're fo- what he's focusing on at any one moment is so frustrating because there's there's a total lack of excitement i don't get it i don't get what he was going for and he's so proud of this, like his homage to Apocalypse Now, and I just, come on, dude.
0: So the homages were so clunky, you know, the "hold on to your butts" line. Oh, um, Jesus. I was like, oh my god, that early? Really? We're gonna we're gonna be getting meta with that? Uh, yeah, and the the will meet again at the end. Oh my god! See, you. you mean, that's the, that's the signature from Doctor Strangelove. Seriously, I mean, this, to have a guy who doesn't know how to make a movie Um, homaging Apocalypse Now and Dr. Strangelove. Like, you have no business doing that. Kubrick and Coppola are out of your league. Just pretend they don't even exist.
2: Yeah, thanks for reminding me they exist.
0: Right. (laughs) I couldn't believe that.
1: And
2: And, uh, Joseph Conrad exists.
1: Yeah. They do it even with the poster, one of the posters of the movie.
2: Something I really hate in movies right now is that that last line where – Looks like there's another king. Like, everything's a fucking commercial. Like, every line of dialogue is just a, a, a line. It's supposed oh, it's the next product. You see?
0: Well, yeah, so what did you guys... I mean, I, so a weird thing... I, I, did you
1: stay I, for the after the credits, Tom?
0: Oh, yeah, 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 I definitely did. Okay. Uh-huh. So uh, I guess... Part of me, as I was watching it, was going, well, maybe someone down the road will do something interesting with Tom Hiddleston and Brie Larson because I really – I love both of them as actors, mm. and they're both beautiful together in this. Yeah. Uh, and amazing. Say, okay, so, but, but the problem is they're not going to be in the other movies. This is 1973. The recent Godzilla, which is presumably part of this franchise as well, that was modern day. Right. They're done, aren't they? This is like a Rogue One, wasn't it? Well, this is – it's making up its own.
1: Yeah, that's why I don't understand why. Well,
0: but set, are yeah. we going to for – we can't for King Kong versus Godzilla. They're building a franchise. The Gareth Edwards was right. the first one. It's modern day. That's the Godzilla reveal. You know, we're but having no, Godzilla 2. No. It's like King Kong versus Godzilla, the Japanese
2: one, where they just went, fuck it. We're doing this. Suck it.
0: Like, well, they're no, just... no, what I'm saying, Kelly Wan, is if you're building a franchise, Godzilla was the first part of the franchise, Right. So that's where that's the Gareth Edwards one. It's modern. There's day. no continuity. I'm saying there is because there, there absolutely is, Kelly. One because in 2018 we're getting Godzilla two in 2019 or 2020, and this is on the schedule. We're getting King Kong versus Godzilla. This is like when oh, Disney they don't L- care though announces the Marvel lineup. But, but the problem is right. I, they don't care. But that's kind of how that works. So I'm I care because I think we're not getting any more Tom Middleton and Brie Larson. Like, I don't see how these characters are going to be. They're certainly not going to be in Godzilla 2. How are they going to be in a King Kong versus Godzilla?
2: It would be weird, well, though, because they set them up as, as seeing
0: it. Right, right, right. Strange.
3: Well,
0: And if we're going to fast forward to modern day, they can't play, you know, they can't. I don't these, think they're going
3: to. I would not assume know, they don't. Maybe, maybe they'll,
0: they'll be in Potter the day. 70s or who, who knows. But Godzilla is revealed to the world in, what, 2014. You know, that's that's the timeline that that. But that wouldn't make sense
2: either. Because in the Easter egg, they discover them in the seventies. So they wouldn't wait 30 years for something to happen.
0: It has to be in the seventies. Well the also, thing is monarch isn't is organization. Monarch is like a secret organization that discovers them. And that's the, whole, thought... that's the whole thing, is they don't want it's like a secret. I don't know. You know Kelly, you might I might be overthinking this, but frankly, don't... I don't yeah. care enough. But they're underthinking it. <laughs> Probably <I'm not laughs> thinking. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Um well, but also, you maybe I predict
2: it's in the seventies, and that's how stupid it is. Because they go, yeah, see, they like the 70s, let's just keep
1: it there. Or maybe it'll be the 80s and then, I don't know. Or, or the, got, the, oh, hollow, the hollow earth theory could lead to time travel. But ultimately, does it matter? I mean, is there,
3: that, uh, I, mean,
1: you I mean, Chris Markinson says, I mean, how do you make uh, Ta- uh, Tom Hiddleston so inter- uninteresting and dull? God, no and, kidding. That was quite I, an achievement. That was quite an achievement. You make him try to be a buff dude and you totally lose any sort of interesting layers that he can bring to something and i kept thinking you know tom hiddleston is sitting there and set watching john c riley get to say these lines and going god why can't i be playing that character you know uh, but yeah it, get get and brie larson too i mean all she does is try to look shiny i mean mm-hmm. what 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 does it matter if they don't show up he totally stripped everybody of any interest at all. Right. Right, in but they're a character, character. I mean, even the, the vaunted like John C. Reilly, so funny in this. He's just just being a buffoon.
2: But I don't okay, King Kong is defined as I thought is he's really into ladies. He's a ladies man. And he doesn't give a shit about Bree Larson in this movie.
1: Oh damn. You know what well, he one thing I thought anything. was he you doesn't, know, Tom Heston yeah, is Tom Hiddleston's just as pretty as she is. It would have been awesome if, right. if King Kong would have been interested in him and we find out that it's Queen I Kong. I mean, I would have been totally into like, him being totally into Tom Hiddleston. It. Because and Tom Hiddleston is beautiful. I mean, why not? Jesus. He's Do something eight. interesting.
2: Yeah. They really neutered King Kong's personality in this. and he's not, it, It's totally random that he's an ape, too. And
0: the Skullcrawlers suck. And they're your third act. Those skull crawlers were ridiculous. Oh, I don't know what good. they were thinking—a snake like with a couple of legs and a skull head. They were uh, as
2: dumb <laughs> as John Ceraile suggested. He's like,
0: "Yeah." One of the <laughs> things you find cr- out
1: <laughs> when you hear the director talk is that he's totally into mm-hmm. video games. He's cute, and you saw that a couple of times. And there was Red a couple zag. of FPS. <laughs> Jeez, a couple
0: things. That, was, that was just as gratuitous to me as here's the oil pressure in the helicopter. Is right. We're jumping to a first-person shooter v- view of a gun, even Loki in the gas mask with uh, John C. Riley's katana. Don't we have a first-person view through the gas mask even? Yep. what is the yeah. point of those? That is ridiculous. Those because
1: he person. because he loves video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. I think that that's how that, that's the point of view this movie is made from, and that's that explains the makeup on their faces of the natives too, because he he describes that as eight bit makeup, which which <laughs> it was <laughs> wow it
3: was, just,
1: it was disturbing to me looking at because it, it was like that looks like some sort of weird like computer. What is going on there? Yeah, and he describes about- it as eight bit makeup. So. He's just a – he's a video game dude.
0: Well, those gimmicks too where the the paintings line up to be a picture, that's a video game puzzle thing you see a lot as well is your perspective in the video game. It's a cool reveal for the player to stumble across of his own will because it's his perspective to line up different layers – to form a picture, That's kind of cool. There's no reason for that to exist in their temple. Like that made no sense. But again, it, you're probably right. It's something that he's maybe saw in a video game. It was like, this would be cool. Let's do that here. Uh, and it just served no function. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, <coughs> do you guys notice any things like when you know when I'm not into a movie? Actually, whether I'd been in this or not, I would have noticed. There's a point where one of the helicopters is crashing, and the windshield is full of bullet holes. Who was shooting? <laughs> Nobody was shooting a gun into the windshield of the helicopter to make it crash. Like maybe at some point they filmed a friendly fire incident, but at some point they were like that's going to be that's how we're showing a damaged helicopter is bullet holes in the windshield. <laughs> Sam Jackson's line about uh, uh here we are Pennsylvania steel. You do not make a helicopter out of steel. Aircraft are made out of aluminum. Steel wouldn't fly. You don't his whole his whole ethos of, yeah, American steel is coming in. No, there's no steel in your helicopter. I mean, maybe in some of the parts, but that just made no sense. That was a stupid line. That was as stupid as the hold on to your spit. Uh Like nobody – how does that get past someone like Dan Gilroy? He, I they're know, stealing
2: they, the bullets that came in the helicopter, though. I don't think they're stealing bullets either.
0: <laughs> they're lead casing. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Kong had – he was eating sunflower seeds, and he was like spitting the shells And he spit out. them out in uh, – yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and at some point, too, even John C. Riley is like, yeah, as I mentioned before, uh, my buddy died, something, something, something. He hadn't said anything about, about his buddy yet. Like, did, was that just me? Like, he, he meets them and he brings them in and then Doesn't later matter. on. Yeah, I know. But I, I just think it's a continuity thing. Like, how does no yeah. one not. Or know? not
2: even a continuity thing, just a rest non sequitur. Like, that's his gut. See, he had a buddy once.
0: And that's so. just how a lot of it seemed edited to, to me
2: is just yeah, non sequitur. The one first-person shot I wish he'd done was when Brie Larson's in King Kong's hand, and then the hand... That's
0: eight, so right. <laughs> I was thinking, like, that's... Show me that's something weird... I, had, I was curious about. <laughs> yeah. Or she'd have, like, like monster bile on her or something. Or, yeah. Or she looked fine. That's the thing. I thought she'd come out there and go,
2: Jesus, that's right. the most fun thing I've ever been to. <laughs> she kind of slept through that, I guess. Yeah, she doesn't even care. She's like, yeah, I had a good feeling that was going to work out. <laughs> Uh,
0: I guess attitude towards anything in a movie. We were also promised giant ants. Yeah, we were. Where were the giant ants? Like, was that a secret that got cut? (laughs) Why do we set up that they're giant? And why did, you know, that's where they use their F-bomb, is their dread about the ants. And nope, the ants did not show up. We didn't get giant ants.
1: Um, I was away for a second. Why did you bring up the ants?
0: We were promised giant ants.
1: Chris Markinson says that very same thing. Ah, yeah. He says, "Why did we get to see any? Are they saving it for another movie?"
0: Yeah, King Kong uh, yeah. Did not do his. He he fumbled his signature move of splitting the lizard's jaws apart. Yeah, very. He good, starts yeah. to do it, and whoops! It doesn't take, so he kills it some other way. That's his signature move. Yeah, <laughs> he blew it.
1: <laughs> uh, Chris it uh, Markson also really hated the Icarus monologue. How'd you guys like
0: that? Gee, well, that's where the uh, American Steel or the Pennsylvania Steel came in. I,
1: oh, is that where that was? All right.
0: What? Yeah. That, just the writing in this, all the dialogue in this is just dumb.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, it's, I, it's offensively dumb, isn't it?
0: Oh even like all the characters. I mean, there's and it's the dumbest spread out. I mean, poor Shea Wiggum. Oh, they're walking oh. along. Someone says to Shea Wiggum, we don't have time for that. Put out that cigarette. They're, they're, he can't walk and smoke. Like, yeah. What does <laughs> with, that even mean? Who? Yeah. What? What does that mean? That made no sense. We don't have time for that. What, you're walking somewhere. You can't smoke a cigarette and walk. So he has to throw it out.
1: Oh, goodness. And by the way, Shea, Wig- Shea Wiggum's character, you know, he's like, hey, Vietnam's not an island, dumbass. And neither's is Key West. It's a key. But I don't know a fairy tale. I don't know the Aesop's fable.
0: Wait what? he doesn't what's the part where he doesn't know the Aesop's fail oh right right the thorn in the right exactly the yeah.
1: thorn in the mouth. He's uh, suddenly yeah. he's suddenly dumb when it's convenient for him to be dumb.
0: Oh is he, that he is the correct about uh, Key West in, in Vietnam? Yeah. <gasps> That's hilarious, Dingus. Oh, I didn't even catch that.
1: <laughs> it's not a it's, Key West isn't an island either. Oh, uh, that is it's hilarious. A key.
0: Yeah, nobody there there was nothing. Like no character had any traits in this way. John C. Riley's no. funny. Otherwise like John John Goodman wasn't even like Craven or anything. What was his character? Yeah, nothing. He was just, I guess, a cryptozoologist, but nobody I guess we find out Sam Jackson is a bad guy. Like that was the only thing approaching character development or a twist, I guess, is that he becomes the kind of Ahab figure. I don't know. But Uh, but he's he's still still an idiot. All he does is flower. And why doesn't – yeah, yeah, he glowers and what I don't understand – yeah, yeah. The plot with the – yeah, Napalm. All
1: right. All right, so – uh, yeah,
2: yeah. Did anybody like it?
1: No. Like it? We only had a couple of write-ins. Um, Chris Merkinson didn't like it. He just said it left him unsatisfied. He thought Kong yeah. looked pretty good, but he wants a movie that has more than that to it. Um, and he and he asks, is Kong mostly napalm proof?
0: Yeah, right. I guess, yeah, yeah I mean, that. Yeah, I, I, you find out that the helicopter blade scratched his hand, and he had a wound on his arm. But the napalm knocks. Yeah, it I didn't. And
1: and Chris also asks about the Chinese girl. Like was <laughs> he says is that about as blatant as we need to have a Chinese character to get distributed.
0: Well it China. Legendary is a subsidiary of a, Legendary is a Chinese company. It is owned yeah. by a Chinese company. So uh Chris Markinson, yeah, absolutely. That she's I don't I have no idea who that was. I'm guessing she might be a name in Chinese cinema. I think she was she in the Matt Damon thing. Yeah, yeah. She didn't do anything. Like she was literally like it was that's as tokenism as you can get. Uh let's just bring her along. I don't, I guess she had a couple lines. Um, Nobody does anything. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Nobody has any yeah. character definition. Nobody has lines. Everybody's disposable. The, uh, guy, but- the guy who's
2: doing the grenade thing, that's supposed to be his badass martyr fight, like the Indian guy in Predator. And that's, that, he just gets knocked out. Which would
0: have been cool if I'd cared about it, by the way. If that had been like that, yeah, would have been uh, a cool terrible end for some It's like Andy Circus getting killed by the worm in the original King Kong. Like, it's right, a horrible right. thing to happen to someone. Nobody's um, set Steve. up for anyone to care about. Yeah, um, yeah, that's, that's the thing. They're all just fodder. I
1: mean, mm-hmm. there's not a there's not a. First of all, you don't know who's who. You don't know who's in which chopper. You don't know how many choppers there are. How many people are on this mission? You don't know where anybody is geographically, and. And you don't care who lives. I mean, this is really quite a formula.
2: In the extras for King Kong, Peter Jackson, like you saw, he's like working on this list of like how each character dies, like in each shot, and like the crew, like even like the like every guy who dies in the insect thing, like has a has a name, like he knows who they are, and they each die, like okay, uh, spider leg kills
0: him, like he gave a shit that much. Doesn't take that long, right? Even <laughs> even the you know King Kong rolling the dudes off the log is kind of horrifying, and that's a, that's in a thirty three yeah. movie. There's nothing yeah. like that here. No, you know everybody. Somebody just gets. I, I guess maybe uh, John Ortiz's arm getting ripped off against the sun, like his silhouette having his arm ripped <sighs> off by the birds. I, Maybe that was the most horrifying thing. But, but, there's, but even then, they're just like, all right, we'll move in on. <laughs> I mean, it really didn't seem to mind. <laughs> there's
1: there's so much like, all right, let's just move on in this movie that that moment happens. And they're like, all right, we're, we're going to leave the boat now. and Let's just walk. And,
3: and it, yeah, it,
1: it's there are moments after horrific moments where the characters are just like eating beans or just talking like nothing ever mm-hmm. happened. The, like, like they didn't yeah. know how to pace the movie emotionally in any way. Like there's no emotional resonance for anything that happens in this movie. Even trekking down, um, the dude who wrote the letters, uh, the dude, uh, Toby. Oh my god, I do not um, even know who
0: that was. That was Toby Kebbell. I, I totally lost yeah. track of who the Dear Billy was referencing. Yeah. So that was Toby Kebble. Right, 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 because they find the letters conveniently. So even though he died surprised, he did manage to put a knife up with his letters. Like that right. was the idea? He stuck his knife in the tree and hung his letters from it? Like you do. All right, Toby Kebbell. Uh... I, I, mean, to, to, I mean, he got out early. I, you know, who, who came off best in this movie? <laughs> uh, Richard Jenkins. Because he he thought it was a bad yeah. idea, he wanted no part of it,
3: yeah, he seemed he tired of them uh, Richard,
0: yeah Richard Jenkins is the character who most accurately captured what this movie was about
1: mm-hmm. um, so it it, a- it, it, is the line that leads into that about Washington, you know Chris Markinson is asking this as well is that Supposed to be political commentary. He, he. What he was asking, what he was wanting to know, is I want to see when this movie was filmed to see if that was on purpose.
0: Right. I doubt with the timing. I'm sure they were very proud of themselves, but I doubt with the timing. This has probably been in the can for long. And that, although I don't know if they, like, maybe they did bring in Dan Gilroy to do rewrites. Maybe there were reshoots. Uh, I don't know. That could be. Uh, but it definitely felt eh, all right. You guys got your little political commentary and nice work. <laughs> that was cute. That's yeah. commentary.
1: So the only other listener we had right in was Chris Webb. And uh, apart from a bunch of things that are basically incoherent that he wrote, but he's trying to mess with me. And I know you're trying to do that, Chris, but we love Chris <laughs> Webb. Um, he, he basically says, as for myself, on my new two-point scale, I would give Kong Skull Island, and I am livid. So I don't think
3: he's right. <laughs> Yeah. Did say and he say livid?
1: He is livid. He's livid. Wow. He, he, he <laughs> says there, there are two things. That's One, fast. I think his two point scale is nice and I am livid. That's <laughs> how he that. yeah. um, So he gives us an I am livid, and he says, regarding my relationship to this movie, though, uh, Bree's tank top gave me a 3 by 3 So
2: there you go. That's true.
0: I'm, all for that. I didn't
1: even think she was that interesting, to be honest. I just thought she, she was trying to be she shiny.
3: She wasn't, well,
0: I'm with she, Kelly Wan, though, and that I did love those bangs. Yeah, she looked really
2: shiny. Yeah, I supported her involvement, but I was sad I wasn't more involved in what happened to her.
1: And it did Kong wasn't to her. involved. Oh yeah, either.
2: yeah, right. She
0: she falls Kong in the water. Have... Kong likes the ladies. I just don't, don't get it. like he well, apparently he this one these
2: copters
0: <laughs> and there, these villagers weren't sacrificing women to him because that wasn't right. that part of the deal too. Yeah, what the that... fuck? yeah, that's not Skull Island, that is it. So he's just well, uh, he's just protecting them. Why? For some reason. Yeah, because it's, it's not because crawled, they're providing crawled, him with anything. No, Yeah, they're do- he's doing it for free, like Transformers.
3: One, two, three, not only you and me, got 180 degrees, and I'm calling between counting. One, two, three, feet apart, and free, getting down with three feet, everybody loves oh, all I will
0: Kelly, I will not have you dismerching the Transformers that way. <laughs> Which ones? Name them. <laughs> John Goodman. Yeah. And the dinosaurs. Who's your Bum- favorite oh. Transformer in this? No, uh, oh, I got Bumblebee. Isn't Bumblebee a Transformer? He's a tuna. Yeah. I thought there was a Bumblebee Transformer. I can't name the Transformers, but you know, I'm an apologist for the last, Dingus is too, uh, for the last Transformers movie, and I'm looking forward to, what is it, The Last Night, which is the next Transformers movie. Oh my god. <sighs> What is why it are you? Wahlberg? Going, oh my god. Yeah, it's Wahlberg and it's yeah. Stanley Is that Stanley uh, Is that blonde bags? on it? I can't they're they're interchangeable, aren't they? The blonde That's a good, point. That's a good yeah.
1: point. I'm saying oh my god in the quiet way that Stanley Tucci says. Yeah.
0: Oh right, right. Dingus, you cannot begin to to match Stanley Tucci's performance. I know you've had some training, but you can't say, Oh my god, the way that Stanley Tucci does. Hopefully we're gonna get a lot more of that in Transformers six, seven, whatever. Transformers number 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 colon the last night mm. can't there's nothing transformative about a night mm, tell that to Batman
2: dark side of the moon transforms
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, by Trapped the way um, Corey Hawkins played uh, I think it's Brooks the, the black friend of John Goodman who falls in love with the Chinese girl and he played Dr. Dre in Straight of Compton
0: Oh, that was the straight-to-compton connection. Okay, yeah. right, right. And I kept, for a while, I
1: kept worrying that this is going to sound totally bad. I'm sorry to say this, but I kept worrying that he was Sam Richardson from Veep, um, and that he'd somehow dropped a bunch of weight uh, and lost what? his and and gotten more serious. I don't know. He just remi- he he just had some of that same <laughs> a little bit of that comic sensibility, but not. I now. thought he
2: was
0: furred. Uh, <laughs> Jk.
1: That is the comment you just
0: gave. Uh, he definitely, yeah. I didn't. He's no Sam Richardson. What's the movie I just saw where he's getting married? Oh shoot! Oh, uh, Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Oh man! Speaking of poor Anna Kendrick, oh, she was so bad. Wait, who, at Mike and...
1: Who's getting married,
0: Sam Richardson? So Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Uh, it actually does a cool thing. And I love seeing this normalized. Uh, it's a it's a mixed race couple. And Sam Richardson is marrying a super hot chick. I forget the actress's name, but she's adorable and she's really funny in in the, this movie. So Sam and Jim, uh, Jim, wait, Bob and Dave. Shoot, what are their names? Someone and Dave need wedding dates. <laughs> is uh, the good looking guy from Neighbors, whose name I forget, and the funny guy from
3: Zach Pitch Effron. Perfect,
0: Zach I mean, Efron. Seth Rogen. Nope, Zach Efron, and I think his name is Adam Devine. Uh, uh, and they meet Aubrey Plaza and Anna Kendrick. And it's basically a four person wedding crashers kind of movie. But the cool thing in this movie is that Sam Richardson is, is marrying this totally cute blonde chick. And I just love that it's normalized that way, that, uh, you know, interracial in marriage. That was so cool to see. Also to see him play kind of a leading man figure. Like he's not supposed to be a dumpy black guy. Um, I enjoyed that. Cool. So, yeah, yeah, not Sam Richardson, Dinkus. Uh, no. He was probably shooting off uh, Christmas Office Party at that point. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Kelly Wand, I have no idea how to transition to this one, so I'm just going to throw it over to you.
2: I thought you were doing it right there with interracial <laughs> or something. What were you Take saying? it away. What is this week three by three? The three best directions in movies. The listeners didn't care much. <laughs> They cared about the raffle, but not so much the
0: topic. So, I'm not well, sure I have my, I, I don't, oh, best or favorite, three. I guess best directions. All right. What's the difference? Well, I'm not sure I have favorites. Uh, I don't have Oh, a don't say a that. You call Walker apologist <laughs> here? No. All right, well, Dingus is starting us off. Dingus, take it away. How did you approach this topic?
1: Carefully.
2: Hmm. See? It's already good. Okay. You're welcome.
3: Anyway. All
1: right. So first, I was just going to scuttle it, but I decided not to at the last minute, except for my number one pick, which will probably land me in jail. So uh, I appreciate the fact that you labeled it as erections. Um, so my number three pick, is, here's here's a quote from it. We went verbal. The boys make the noise. And this is that from it- the movie Trainwreck. Um, And the erection that I love in that movie is John Cena's erection after his weird, awkward sex scene with Amy Schumer, and he goes into the bathroom after having the terrible, awkward sex scene, and he drapes a washcloth over his cock, and he's like, you got to hydrate Amy, and he turns back around to her, and uh, and his washcloth is just hanging over his erection. Like, you know, that one's a good. Flagpole.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: See, it becomes functional. Mm-hmm. But then you kind of,
0: yeah, you lose your concentration. Functional mean like a towel hanger.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's how I use. Yeah, sure. That's always a problem. <laughs> Where do you hang the towel? Right. Where are you going to hang the right. towel?
1: That's how I, that's usually how I dry my clothes.
0: Uh, my third best erection uh, is also Functional. Um, it's not it's, a real erection; it's, it's an artwork uh, erection, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's used to uh, kill an annoying woman. Um, it's a, it's a Clockwork Orange. Uh, there's that that erection statue that. Uh, uh, that's good, Malcolm McDowell, and it, it's a weird. It's weird watching that scene and thinking, "Wow, Clockwork Orange at a certain point was super violent because he supposedly like smashes a woman in the face with this penis statue." Yeah, and nothing is showed. There's no blood in the scene. It's just suggested. Um, because I remember as a kid thinking, "Wow, that's at least in my Not memory very- that scene was super like terrible." You know, he rams a penis sculpture into a woman's face. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's all suggested. Uh, but yeah, so watching Malcolm McDowell because she's yelling at him, "That's a precious artwork! Don't you touch that!" And he's like touching it and rocking it and messing around with it. Uh, and then he he holds her at bay with it like you would hold a tiger at bay with a chair uh, and finally he murders her with it
2: isn't there a cutaway to a statue breaking like it's suggested like that's what her skull was like
0: there's a cutaway to i think it's like a it's a, a painting like a painting of a, a screaming mouth or something oh
2: uh, you know? yeah
0: but yeah there's definitely a cutaway to artwork so
2: and a mouth
0: and there's a cat in the scene I didn't remember that. There's just like a cat. There's Stanley a bu- Cooper just had a cat walking around in the background. I was like, oh. Is it one or a bunch? Is she like a cat lady? Oh, it might be because she was the cat lady. You might be right. Because I just, during the scene, I just watched it on YouTube. There's a, there is a cat in the background. So I bet you're right, Kelly Wand. That makes sense. Yeah. Huh. All right, Kelly Wand. So you, oh, yep.
2: Well, you went with an erection as a weapon for your number three. So I'm just trying to read things into that. Right. For,
0: so far, we have a towel hook and a weapon. Yeah. Kelly Wand, what is your third best direction in a movie?
2: That makes me want to see your Skull Island take. Like, uh, anyway. Wait. Are you talking to me or dingus? Whoever. <laughs> Whoever will take it. My number three, from, getting from that phrase back to erections, my number three best direction in a movie is in the motion picture Skin Deep, when John Ritter puts on the glow in the dark condom
0: Oh, that's a Blake Edwards thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's his
2: last good joke in a movie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it's not that good a joke.
2: What? It's Star Wars. I
1: remember having to go see that in a theater. It's so dumb.
2: The movie's not that great, but that scene's kind of inspired. Because he turns out the light, so it's just dark screen, except for the condom. So it's just his erection with the blue condom. And then the boyfriend comes back. He's, like, having sex with, like, a, a really... Hard body gym instructor, too. Like that, like an American Gladiator lady. That's why she has those. <laughs> That's the explanation. So then the boyfriend comes home, and then the boyfriend puts one on. And
1: right, and it's red. a lightsaber thing, versus. right?
2: Right, see? And then it's blue versus red, and then he hides. You don't
1: like that scene? Come on, Dingus. No, it's a, even thinking I, about it makes my skin curls. Such a dumb lightsaber joke.
2: Does it make your skull crawl?
0: <laughs> Tom, did you ever see Skin Deep? Uh, like the thing him? is, I know about that scene, but I've never seen it. If there's one person I like less than... Actually, that's not true. I would put him above Mel Brooks, Blake Edwards. Uh, wow. Don't care uh, for Mel Brooks. Also, don't generally care for Blake Edwards. Although, I love Peter Sellers, but not because of Blake Edwards.
2: Well, you know, he made... I mean, Pink Panther movies, it took two. As we Blake learned Edwards did Detective. ten. Thing with yeah. Bo Derek and I think it was Dudley that Moore.
0: Kinda, that one's pretty overrated. Okay. I was gonna say, because maybe maybe I'd like ten if I went back and watched that, but I guess not. Alright, so I yeah, like but the, that's the thing is I don't I've never seen that like movie, but I've heard of that, that scene. So the party's good till it jumps the shark in the last twenty
2: minutes. The first hour of the party is good. Alright. That's good, Blake Edwards. Alright. Alright, so that's my number three, skin deep. John Ritter. Dingus, he's, your he's second favorite
0: erection in a movie. All
1: right, this is kind of a group for erections. Um, This is, yeah, well, there you have it. Uh, This is the first thing I thought of when Kelly Wan uh, was talking about the topic. And this is the ballet scene in Top Secret. Um, And I believe they're doing the Nutcracker. Uh, And when the uh, ballet dudes come out on stage, they have these huge boners. And the ballerinas end up dancing on them. What? Yeah, you don't I remember am, that?
0: Not picturing no.
1: this.
3: All
1: right. Well, there's this whole ballet scene in Top Sacred, uh, where Val Kilmer's up in one of the boxes and he's uh they're sitting there and they're watching the beginning of I think it's the Nutcracker and the ballerinas come out and it all ends it all starts very I, beautifully I it. and lovelily. And then the first um ballet dude comes out there and he's got this huge boner. And the, the old woman, the dowager sitting next to Val Kilmer, gets her opera glasses to get a closer look, and Val Kilmer takes the opera glasses to look at uh, the woman that he's uh, – having to surveil uh, across in another box. And this is when like a murder is about to happen. And meanwhile, other dudes come out and all of them have these ridiculous erections and the ballerinas end up dancing on them as if they're little platforms.
3: Uh,
1: I can't believe you don't remember this.
4: Um, no, uh, I believe you.
1: All right, thanks for believing me.
2: I might have just been thinking about something else during that part.
1: That's probably true of most of the things I say.
0: My second favorite (laughs) erection in a movie uh, is the movie Blood Beach, which is about a monster that's underneath the the beach in Santa Monica here in L.A. Uh, Eventually, Burt Young comes and he blows it up and saves us from it. But one of the things that happens is there's a woman who is she's seen like a, a hurt pigeon and it, it's flapping around underneath the pier there at Santa Monica. So she goes down there to say, Hey, what's, what's wrong pigeon? Are you okay? And a raper attacks her and a raper, yeah, a raper. <laughs> uh, and they tussle around a little bit. and She eventually like kicks him and pushes him away. And, and then he's crawling on his belly towards her and he suddenly grimaces in pain and grabs his crotch because the Blood Beach monster has bitten off his erection in the sand Ugh. underneath him, and he rolls over. And the Blood Beach monster doesn't eat the rest of him like or doesn't eat the girl, doesn't eat the seagull. Just eats the dude's erection, and then apparently leaves. He's satisfied with that. Yeah, so. that's the best part. That happens in Piranha too. Well, it's not erect, though. Jerry O'Connell's penis, I don't believe, was erect. I no,
2: that's off. the first piranha. And the second one, Katrina Bowden has a prana in her vagina for some reason.
0: Piranha Double D, you mean?
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, and good lord. I, I remember so little about that. Okay. But and there's then,
2: a... Go ahead. So what happens? He's the victim. So he, she has sex, and the guy doesn't know she has a piranha in it. So in her cooch? She has a piranha. In her cooch, I think. And then she finds it on the floor later, like it falls out. And then she's all...
0: Ugh. I mean, they, a lot of reasons. They, I don't like that. And they have sex, and the piranha in her cooch bites off his dong. Yeah. Dog. Huh. I can't believe I don't remember that from Piranha Double D. But good lord, did I hate that, though. Oh, I remember. Jerry saying. O'Connell's or Blood Beach? No, no, no. Uh, Piranha Double D.
3: Hmm.
0: I think it's actually called Piranha 3 Double D because I like Piranha 3. It's Alexander Aja. Yeah. But Piranha 3 Double D is basically just a lot of Paul Shear. And I can only take so much Paul Shear. About Uh-oh. seven. You know a- uh, even. Seven. I can take four minutes of Paul Shear. Uh way too much of them. in process. You don't like the Arsuryo Paul show? Where are Arsenio Hall. Thankfully, I don't even know what that is. Oh, my God. Uh, I like those. Those are All pretty right. good. All right. Okay. So at any rate, my second favorite is Blood Beach, where the Blood Beach monster eats the rapers' dong. Rapers. Uh, dong Skull Podcast. Um,
2: my number two is from History of the World Part One, a Mel Brooks movie. And it's Gregory Hines's. And,
0: Before uh, you had Blake Edwards and Mel Brooks. I can't wait. I hope that your your number one is a Billy Crystal movie.
1: <laughs> You're not far off. Yeah. Mr. Saturday Night had a great boner. It's
2: another 80s. <laughs> um, and so Madeline Kahn's an evil uh, empress of Rome, I think. And she's trying to find which... Black dude's not a eunuch, although they're all fat except for Gregory Hines. So it's really the actual tip-off. So she has a sexy lady come out and dance sexily. And then they all have feather dusters in front of their dicks. Oh my God. I forget why. Because they're eunuchs. <laughs> and in Roman eunuchs, I guess, were like maids. Like they would dust things with feather dusters. And uh f she dances next to one of the guys. And then the guy who's in all the Mel Brooks movies looks over at his friend and goes, he's a eunuch. And then she dances sexily to the se- second one and then the guy's all, he's dead! Because he doesn't <laughs> react. And then... <laughs> that's how good the dance is, is the joke. that line. And then... she wriggles up to Gregory Hines and he rolls his eyes worriedly it's weird because he was watching her before, but it didn't have any effect because she was dancing in front of the other guys, but he was standing right next to them. So it's strange. that But then she does stuff and then one of the
0: feathers goes up really slowly and then there's a chase. I can't believe I remember this. Like when you explain this stuff, first of all, I can't believe you remember this. But yeah, I, I, I remember that scene. I can't believe I'm so I'm so disappointed in myself.
2: I remember I that, saw that movie with my grandma, like my strict grandma, and watching that scene and kind of liking it. Like, because ah. she's the one who made me leave diner. She made us walk out of diner during, after the popcorn trick.
0: Oh, that oh oh,
2: that's a good erection. Yeah. And I remember when we came into the... It was in Orange County, and there was like a rat ran across the floor of the seats. So it was like I was mixing Mel Brooks, rats, and my grandma.
1: <laughs> hey, what were you going to say? It explains so much. <laughs>
0: All right, so my number two. moment of truth.
1: All right, my number one favorite erection climax in a movie. I is climaxing
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh here's a quote from it. I was having twelve percent of a moment.
2: Oh fuck, that sounds really familiar. It sounds like bridesmaids or spy or
1: I think it's Deadpool. five pounds. It's actually from the movie Avengers, and so my number one favorite erection is the Stark Tower uh, in um, the Avengers when he when they light it up, and it looks like this huge penis in the middle of New York.
0: Kelly one, flip the siren on. What's the matter with you? He didn't Did say I... boners. He said erections. Well, he didn't say erect penises either. I was thinking, oh, Eiffel Tower, Statue of Liberty. Yeah.
2: What what's the twelve percent thing?
1: It's uh, them them uh, having banter about the lease on the building because she's done so much work on it, and um, him saying, "You have twelve percent of my attention," and she says, "I was having twelve percent of a moment," and then she's and he says, "Well, the next one will have your name on it," and she says, "It'll have my name on the lease."
0: Uh. Mm. Sounds like you rest. got away with it, dingus. I think you've You're made it scot free. Oh, wait a minute! What? What? Under oh. arrest! Wow, oh, Kelly Wan no, Really cracking down? What? Oh, come on. The, on that's, the book, Adam.
2: There's a lot of actual erections you could have <laughs> used, but you That's an
1: erection. Oh. I could have choose. I could have chosen. I almost. I did the always same thing, same thing Kelly, Kelly Wan. Encounters.
0: Yeah, you did not say erect penises.
1: You said erections. Uh, a yeah.
0: hostile witness. <laughs> <laughs> Dingus, I'm not going to defend you because I didn't take the easy way out. I actually came right. up with a legitimate one, my only legitimate one. I honestly couldn't care less about the stupid statue in Clockwork Orange. The Blood Beach thing is just dumb. Uh, I actually like my number one, though, uh, because – I like all of mine, but you know, I'm sure for you For different didn't. reasons. Right. Underrest. But I'm not going to get underrest because I could actually think – when Kelly brought this up, it it made me – Gaspar Noe did a movie called Love. Um, And Gaspar Noe is a very in-your-face provocateur filmmaker, and his whole point in Love – and he even has the actor, a guy named Carl Glusman, who I I really liked him in uh, Neon Demon. So I'm glad to see he's actually doing mainstream movies because Love is basically uh, a, a real movie. But it doesn't – it has actual love scenes in it, and I say love scenes. It has actual intercourse, actual, actual fucking in the movie, and Gaspar Noe does not shy away from shooting it. And the main character, Carl Glusman's character, has a little monologue, a little moment where he says – I want to be a movie maker, and I want to make, because you know, movie makers love making movies about movie makers. He says, I want to be a movie maker, and why do we have to cut away during the sex scene? Why can't we show the entirety of a relationship, including you know what happens in the bedroom? And this is the movie that Gaspar Noe has made, and I don't care for it. Uh, I think it is a little awkward. There's a reason we don't show that in a movie, because we don't stand there gawping when people have sex with each other. That's something that we think of as private. And, you know, when you watch it, it's a whole different thing. It's called pornography, uh, and there's a reason that love scenes often cut before. They they definitely don't graphically show things like a penis and a vagina. Um, and when they do, it's deliberately provocative. Like when Lars von Trier did Antichrist, like when Gosper Noe did Love, and like in my favorite instance where it works, because I don't, I don't love. I think is a little misguided. Um, Is a movie that uh, a French director named Patrice Chirot did 15, 20 years ago with a now Academy Award winner who is actually having sex in the opening scene with a woman. And what Chirot does is gets that scene out of the way right off the bat. We see these characters in this shocking intimacy, uh, erection and everything. Uh, You know, Carrie Fox and Mark Rylance are the the characters here, and she's actually giving them a blowjob. And there's no simulation here. It's nothing staged. They're actually doing that. Uh, And that is just our introduction to them. And the movie is not interested in lingering on that. It's not interested in returning to that. It is interested on extrapolating from this moment who they are and and what is happening and and what and how we learn about them after the fact. Um, So. Uh, Mark Rylance went on. He won best supporting actor for that. I can't even know, that spy thing. What was that spy thing that Steven Spielberg Bridges. did? Bridges. Bridge of Spies. Yes, thank you so much. Um, Would so, it help? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, Kelly. Want what? Would it help? That's his line of that. Yeah, was that your Mark Rylance impression? You turned in such yeah. a great John C. Riley today. Uh, I think you need to work on your Mark Rylance. Uh <laughs> But anyway, I Can't love that guy him. and I love the fact that uh you know this this didn't seem to harm his career. Uh So there you go, my favorite erection is oh, and the movie's called Intimacy. I might not have said that. Um
2: with uh is it the I N T I S
0: S I M I? Wait, what? It, no, <laughs> Intimacy, the the actual word. What do you spell? Uh, what
2: is that? I, don't know. I think it's the perfume. <laughs>
0: There probably wow. is a perfume called Intimacy, but this is spelled correctly. No spelling shenanigans with this one. I don't
2: know why they changed the spelling for perfume. So, so you're couple. under arrest. Yeah, it makes it for... Per- Wait, no, I'm not. Oh, oh right. I was just fucking with you. We have, a little, we have a lot of fun out here on the highway. It's really boring <laughs> most of the
0: time. All right, Kelly, Juan, it's, your, it's your turn. Your favorite erect penis, unless you chose to get somehow creative and choose a different kind of erection.
2: Uh, you mean like an architectural structure in a comic book movie?
0: That is math. an erection. Oh, right.
2: Outrageous! He just followed the instructions you gave. No, he's being spiteful about something. He followed the letter of the law.
1: You said favor directions. Uh, uh, you did, you didn't a... make any other stipulations. You said favorite. Depends
0: on what you <laughs> mean by the definition of is. <laughs> you're gonna have a hard time making this charges stick. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs>
2: My favorite erection in movie is from a Carl Reiner film called The Man with Two Brains, where Steve Martin plays a dumbass brain surgeon, and he marries Kathleen Turner, who's evil. And she uh, says she can't have sex with him because she's getting over her brain surgery. And then she's all, okay, now it's today, like three months in. And he's like, at work... Uh, like spittles coming out of his mouth and he's twisting doorknobs off with his hand and then he comes home and she's all sexy and then she's all oh wait my headache's coming back it's going to be three Thursdays from now and he, she's all you don't mind waiting do you and he's all no and then he gets up and he has a hat on his dick <laughs> and then he notices it after he walks around for a bit with the hat on and Kathleen Turner's trying not to laugh <laughs> and break character and then he takes the hat off and then he walks over to a glass door, and then you hear glass break. And then he's all, the breeze feels good. <laughs> That's my favorite. All right.
0: That's the best directions in film. Kelly Wand, you did it. I think you did. I mean, again, not it, it, it ranks in order. Uh, Mel Brooks, I find the least funny. Uh, Blake Edwards, second place. Carl Reiner, third place, as far as least funny directors. Wait, Blake Edwards is my three, though. Who's your I second? Do it. No, it wasn't. Yeah, your second was the uh, your third. was. Oh, 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 wait, I see. Oh, yeah, okay, I'm, no, you're right. Yep, yep, I got my So math the headline wrong. here is I didn't do it. <laughs> well, you did. No, you did. You selected two directors right who I do not find funny. I'm just a stick in the mud when it comes to those guys. Sorry. We don't have the same taste in
2: comedy, though. We
0: really don't. We really don't. No. No. I trust Fortunately, you Kelly Wand will always have
2: horror movies. Yeah, I trust you on horror. when you say something's not funny, I usually see it right You
0: know what's so good, Kelly Wand? Mm Mm-mm. Raw. Is it funny? I don't want to say anything.
2: What was the thing you saw this week
0: that you said was really bad? So after Kong Skull Island, uh, I'd intended to go watch Logan again. But Mm. I noticed as I was walking to the theater where Logan is showing – that Table 19 was starting. Table 19? Yeah, so a guy named Jeffrey Blitz did a documentary called Spell... No, not Spellbound. What's the Spelling Bee documentary? The Bee date? Season? Or something? No. No, it's Spellbound. It is Spellbound, okay. Uh, and then after that, he did a really insightful coming-of-age movie called Rocket Science. This is some time ago. Rocket Science, I think, is fantastic in Santa Kendrick's first movie. She's a, she's a cute little adorable uh, monkey in it. Um, and... He hasn't done a movie since Rock and Science until he just did a movie. It's a Mark and Jay Duplass script. Jeffrey Blitz directs it. Uh, he's brought Anna Kendrick back. It's called Table 19, and it is wretched. It is absolutely wretched. It is unfunny. It is maudlin. It has mm. – uh, oh, another I, – again, I love normalizing – mixed race relationships uh Lisa Kudrow and Craig Robinson are the only reason to see it cuz they play a bickering married couple and they're oh, great good. together it's great they're fantastic um, i can see them together yeah yeah and they're it's just it's just, it's as good as you would imagine um but the they're you know the movie's just terrible and the script doesn't give them much to play with and uh been that dude <laughs> so that that was the terrible thing that i saw table they should games.
2: have cast kendrick as kong She's mm, interesting choice.
0: <sighs> Actually,
1: Toby Kebbell plays this movie.
2: Arthur Jovan and Jelly. writes, number three. Sorority boys. Some guys who's cross dressing to live in a girls' dorm <laughs> ends up in a gang shower. Gang shower with an attractive female. I like how he goes from jargon to like clinical.
1: Gar- a gang shower. <laughs>
2: So it was in a gang shower with an attractive female. He I'm gets so I'm like a
0: communal shower. I don't know. I've never heard it called a gang shower. It's known as a gang
2: shower in sororities.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: By guys looking through binoculars. Hey, guys, let's all have a gang shower. Yeah. And then a the pillow fight in the shower. Oh, let's go back to college. I mean, he gets aroused and a towel gets hung on his member. Never thought I'd bring up this movie in a 3x3. Guess this is the corner into which I've been backed. (laughs) Everything's a sex joke. You can turn any phrase into a sex joke. Is the pie ready? See? Number two. (laughs) That's my example? Under the skin. Oh, that's a good one. See, we're dumb. That's a great.
0: Direction Under the Skin. Oh, come
2: on. What? That should have been my number one. I'm really jealous. Or they can't have sex? No, the Scottish kid. It's full frontal bra. You see him with his erection after she catches him. He's in like the goo with a. Ew. I guess I'm looking small. at that. One. All right. I seem to recall a few of the men that Scarlett Johansson lures back to her pool being visibly excited by the situation. I don't remember to a certainty. And watching again, a check on erection seems a little per. Perverted, yeah, I remember it, bro. No problem. <laughs> Kelly wants to get you covered. I got you covered on the perverted number one. Anchorman: The Legend of Ron Burgundy. When talking to Christina Applegate, was her name Veronica Corningstone?
1: I don't know. If I remember that.
2: Will Ferrell gets a Will <laughs> Ferrell gets a massive erection and has to walk it off. I hope placing this above under the skin will get me a lifetime in jail. No, to do that you have to. We saw Chris Webbs all. I'm so excited for this topic. It almost seems like one that should be saved for the very last podcast. But I guess there's another Kelly topic that would top even this. All three of my picks from come from one movie, The Wood. Tom turns and asks Kelly, "One, do you know The Wood?" Kelly says, "Yeah, but not in the movie." Number three, new kid in school, Michael's sitting in class.
0: The wood? I don't Check think I've heard out. of this. I haven't either. Is There's it? a Lucky McKee movie called The Woods, I believe, but it can't be that. It's not that Kevin Bacon movie, is it? That's Woodsman. Oh, thank goodness!
3: All right.
2: New kid in town, Michael, sitting in class, checking out super fine Alicia. When his teacher asks him to stand in front of the other students to introduce himself, his voiceover begs his crotch, "Please go down." He finally, oh, it's just like zapped. He finally stands, holding a binder in front of his boner. He tries to think about baseball, but only ends up thinking first base, second. I'd like to hit a home run with Alicia. <laughs> well, number two. Later at a Jeez. school function, Michael Slow down. work. God, damn. <laughs> that's what the movie's about. I'm assuming. Michael slow dancing with the leash and his internal monologue says, all I could think was don't get hard. He slowly moves his hands down her back until they can fully appreciate her lower contour. A few moments go by before he thinks, shit, that's it. I can't hold it any longer. Captain, she's going to blow. He pulls back so that their bodies no longer touch, but continues to dance with her while letting the viewer know I was in full salute at this point. She wonders if anything's wrong. And he explains, this is how we do it in North Carolina. She pulls him up against her and explains, this is how we do it in L.A. Suddenly it's announced the dance is over, but not before she notices his Red October. Awkwardness ensues, but he still gets her phone number, allowing for my number one pick to take place. So that's the guy's signature move, I guess. And that's <laughs> red, what the movie's about.
0: Red October?
2: <laughs> he would have been a cool character in Skull Island. Number one, eventually steps to the plate in Alicia's bedroom, hoping to record the first dinger of his career. But first he turns away from her as he figures out how to put on the batting glove. When he turns back around, she quickly sits up in bed, eyes turned downward, and asks, Is it supposed to look like that? He responds, Yeah, yeah, I guess. That's my review, too. After stepping in the batter's box and wowing her with his bat control, she wonders aloud, so that's it. There's so many more. Scary Movie 2, a Serbian film, The Wolf of Wall Street, Kelly Wanfave's Disorderly and Zapped. I know. (laughs) So many to choose from. But some people think Stark Tower (laughs) dominates all of them. I don't even have runners up. Hey, I don't either. But just because. I feel like runners-up's ruining the threeness maybe a little.
1: No, it's just <laughs> or, cause you did the threeness.
2: See, uh, it's because I have integrity, Dingus. It does it's make like it harder.
1: It makes it harder to to do the threeness if you do runners-up for erections.
0: Well, yeah, the ones that aren't the three jut out more prominently, I would say.
1: Yeah, I do yeah. think that they do like stick out like a sore thumb.
2: I can come up with more than three... But not when I'm flaccid.
0: Dear Lord, there's, dingus! what are we doing next week for a three? Wait, season? wait. We got oh, God. Left. No, wait, wait. Hold on. What? What did I miss? Uh, Markardson. Oh, <laughs> you got me oh, dragged for Markardson into this?
1: We were so premature.
2: No, there's always room for one more. Chris Markardson writes, Hey, guys, here's some erections of note. Number three, and under the scan, a couple of men have erections when it appears they're going to get amorous with Scarlett Johansson. Oh, uh, that's just the Scottish guy, but everyone seems to not pick one. Number two, in Birdman, Edward Norton gets an erection while on stage oh. during a production, which causes oh. a great deal of laughter from the audience and gets the you production.
0: Know, I'm changing mine. I'm changing all three of mine to that.
1: That's good, Chris. Good job.
0: So that's what I was trying to think of is surely there's some scene where someone like up in front of class. But that's obviously like that's the one that I should have yeah, thought of. Yeah. Porky's Revenge has one. At graduation ceremony, I will never put por- a movie with the, t- the word porkies in the title on a 3x3. Three this three. <laughs> is the
2: third one. Uh, number one of Markardson's. As far as I know, Swiss Army Man's the only movie that has an erection that can be used as a compass. Yeah, Thanks, guys. Chris. <laughs>
3: Swiss was Army a- Man's on. Huh? Mm-hmm.
1: There's an episode of ER where Jeremy Piven had an erection. Because he had taken like ammonium nitrate or something to some sort of drug that would make his dick harden. He had to be taken to the ER to get it taken care of. And that was one of the first
0: times I remember
1: seeing Jeremy Pippen.
0: What's that uh, movie with Jane, after with Jane Curtin and other chicks? Uh,
2: <laughs> Debs. Uh, feds. Uh, I know which one you're talking about. Back. Uh, the chicks who... Did they rob the lottery? Yeah, yeah. And then they get pulled Susan over St. by
3: James. What is it?
2: What is it? Another one of them, Susan St. James. It's uh, oh, yeah. the the, uh, the best time ever. The lottery women.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's got some dumb title. Well you think of it, I'm going to explain why uh-huh. this is my this is a runner up. So <laughs> they get pulled over at one point, and for speeding or whatever, and the cop comes up to the window. And sort of resignedly says, okay, tell me one I haven't heard. And she says, Superman can't get it down? That's it. That's the scene. That's the joke. That's the writing in that movie. That's
1: in Lottery Women or whatever. Sorry,
0: I was looking for it. I still can't find it. I don't know why I remember that joke. Because it's as funny as it's, you know, it's like something that Carl Reiner would write. Wait, that's the joke. The joke is that. He's never heard that before. Yeah. Tell, all right. Tell me what I haven't heard before. And she tells him a dumb joke. Superman can't get it down. Yeah. Some lottery. I think it's called Desperate Women. Oh, good Lord. That's no, it's how to beat the high cost of living. There you go. There you go. Of course. Of course. There's nothing, yeah. it's nothing to do with lottery. There's no lottery. I, like, I do like lottery man. women, though. Lottery <laughs> women. Yeah. Who's the third girl? Jessica
1: Leigh. Whoa. Whoa. Right. Yeah.
2: Jessica Lang and Susan St. James in the same movie. And they're in the poster for it, they're like wearing a barrel and naked. Kind of hot. All
0: right. That's all we have <laughs> for this topic. Dingus, what do you got for next week?
1: All right. So these are your top three. Non sexual and non violent touches in a movie.
2: Well, Stark Tower wasn't sexual. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> it was touching the ground in New York. So yeah. there you go. There's my pick. Non violently. Stark Tower touching New York. I'm looking for a person touching a person,
3: ah, but not good.
1: in a sexual and not in a violent way. See, Kelly Wand? He just really changed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I defined really, it. We gotta Actually focus on it. Yeah.
2: Non-sexual people touching each other non-violently.
1: No, the people can be sexual. People are sexual. The touching people can be violent. People are violent. But the touches themselves, the actual act of touching, that feel. I have of one. A of person them. touching another person.
0: Since this there's is a non-sexual and a
1: non-violent touch. I have between, one. I've
0: got one. I've got one between Excuse
1: people. Me. I have one. Right. I have
0: one. I'm raising my hand. Call me. Call him. Pick me.
1: Pick me, Great. Pick me, pick him. I can't pick you right now. I have to wait to get out of jail. All right, and uh, next week. Here.
0: All right, Dingus, What are the listeners? Because some of them out there are thinking, "Oh yeah, I have one too." What do they do?
1: All right, they will write into three by three at quarter three dot com, and uh, you know we we usually choose three. We always choose three. Uh, if you only have two, well, I think it's technically this
0: week you only chose two according to Kelly Wand. Yeah, yeah. that's true.
1: If my third is up for appeal. <laughs>
2: Get it? See sex joke.
1: <laughs> see see what happened. Uh, so write into three by three at three dot com, and if you have comments about the next movie we're going to see, please also write in to three by three at three dot com. But just in the subject line, put the name of the movie we're going to see, which I don't know what that movie is actually.
0: Well, let's find out. All right. Wait, so this is. What? been the 2017 make us watch whatever you want fun drive so you guys are just great this i you know this has been uh so let me tell you I'll give you a list of the movies we've had uh 93 movies submitted
3: <laughs> uh, full of 99
0: different submissions, some doubled up, uh, and a grand total of 1,750 votes. You guys are fantastic. Wow. Uh, nice round number, too. I like how you guys obviously planned it to be a nice, easy round number. Well done. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to give you – these are the movies. I'm just going to read you guys a bunch of movies in order of least to most votes. We're going to then have Kelly Wan draw a number. Dingus and I will then look at – the list, which has everything arranged in a certain way, not by number of votes, and we can both see what number, and we will corroborate the answer with each other uh, what, what number got picked. But here's what is submitted. With one vote, here we go, a short film about killing, airplane, breach, <laughs> clockwork <laughs> orange, Count of Monte Cristo, I don't recall which one, uh, Dr. Strangelove, Fallen, Uh. Galaxy Uh. Quest, the 1995 (laughs) Ghost in the Shell, the first of many anime. Uh, Fuck that shit. Inglorious Bastards. Didn't we do Inglorious Bastards? No, we didn't. Wow. That's right. uh, Island at the Top of the World, Passengers, (sighs) Patton Primer, Pushing Tin, Rushmore. (laughs) Wait a minute. Didn't we have more than. Maybe not. Uh, Rushmore. Uh, no, I've lost my place. Silent Running. Yay. Uh, Skid Marks, and then mm. Lucas, who submitted it, wrote in parentheses: EMS movie, lowercase EMS. I don't know what that means. Mm. Son of Saul, directed <laughs> by some someone named Laszlo Nemes. Mm, I don't know. A German movie called Stalingrad. Star Trek Two: mm-hmm. Wrath of Khan. Sunrise, 1972 movie, The Ooh. Fall, The Importance of Being uh, Earnest, fall. Yeah, the, fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Interview, C.N.M.L. Miller, <laughs> The Last Samurai, The Turin Horse, <laughs> and What About Bob? Those movies all have uh, one vote. Oh, my God. Movies with two votes include A Bigger Splash, Sing Street, Stalker, the Tarkovsky movie. A 2016 anime movie called Your Name with three votes. We have Master and Commander, Far Side of the World, Uh, and Time Lapse. Not sure what that hmm. is. Four votes for Spirited Away. Some would say it's anime, but I like to think of it as uh, Miyazaki. Did I get his Hmm. name? Yeah. Uh, With five votes, Maltese Falcon, an anime movie called Red Line.
3: Oh, God.
0: And not a movie – A documentary called Tickled, which Kelly Wan should see anyway. I've heard about it. Tickled is freaky. (laughs) Uh, With nine votes, because a couple different people voted for it. I think this is anime. Kubo and the Two Strings. Mm. I came out this year. Is it anime? I know it's a cartoon. Yeah. It's the guys in Coraline? What? No. Really? No. I I might be dumb. Maybe I'm dumb. Well, if you're right, I want to see it. Uh, Here now is a a block of movies that got an even 10 votes. Hmm. So alphabetical order, here we go. Arrival, Chan is Missing, Criminal – I'm guessing someone wants to hear a little Kevin Costner from Kelly Wand. Uh, A 2011 movie called Detention, Equilibrium. Don't know why this got put in there. I'm guessing to punish me because you guys already got hit with the first one. I'm guessing this is to get me pulled into the fold. Uh, Fifty Shades Darker. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I like. Finders Keepers. Indiana (laughs) Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh, Jesus. Can you imagine? Which is a Uh. Soderbergh movie. Um, Uh. Anime called Millennium Actress. (laughs) Monster House, which was compared to Goonies when it was submitted. Norm of the North. A movie called Not Waving But Drowning. Hmm. Princess some, some Mononoke. Did I mean, uh-huh. see that one before? What was the other one said? Spirited Away. Yeah, yeah, oh, right. Oh, that one is anime. Prin- no, Princess Mononoke. Actually, they're both it's anime. It's more anime. Yeah, they're both anime. Everything's anime. It was anime submitted specifically because, for, for your sake, Callie Wand, uh, Duncan, who submitted it, says the names in this one are easily pronounceable. So he's taking mercy on you and submitting uh, Porco Rosso. <laughs> that sounds easy to pronounce. How about the names in Tale of Princess Kaguya? Okay, let's not do this raffle at all. <laughs> Ten <laughs> votes for that. That's Ten votes for Tequila Sunrise. Tequila oh, I like Sunrise. that movie. <laughs> Ten I votes like for it. the pirate movie. What, uh, Mathau? Walter Mathau? I don't know. I don't no, know that's,
2: I uh, it's uh, Blue Lagoon
1: Dude.
0: Yeah. Oh,
2: no, up, no, uh, you're right, because I looked
0: that up. Yeah, we'll uh, see Nick or somebody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, something it is. Like that. yeah.
1: Boy, I've got stories about that movie.
0: Well, yeah. might win uh, thin red line and Woodsman, yeah. the Kevin Bacon thing, which we mentioned Ugh. earlier with 15 votes, A.I., Alien and The Last <laughs> Detail with uh. 20 votes all about Eve. Armageddon. Fuck that shit. A movie called Rock and Rule from 1983 that I've never heard of. Uh. Here's a weird one. Wizard of Gore. I think that's Ooh. one of those Herschel, Herschel Lewis, whatever his name is. It sounds really familiar. It's from I 1970. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is one uh, with 21 votes. little movie called Akira. Uh, I like it. Yeah. comic's better, yeah. though. Uh, that's anime. What are you talking about? Mm.
2: Is it? I it had a predated anime. Is it?
0: Dingus, you know. Even Dingus knows Akira. Dingus, you know Akira's anime, right? Of course, yeah. Japanese cartoon, ergo, it's anime. If I understand probably the, the only
1: anime, anime, anime I've ever seen in a movie theater.
0: Oh, Whoa, look at you two! A couple of anime experts on this podcast. Sure. Uh, with twenty-five yeah. votes, twelve monkeys, American Psycho, Incendies, Slap Shot, <laughs> and Wild. Yay. Yep. Oh, it's with crazy list. Yeah. What with was wild. the last thing? Wild Never Slap Shot. Wild, The Reese Witherspoon thing, dingus. You finally saw that, right? Mm. Oh, dingus, I'm so disappointed in you. I'm already disappointed, in Kelly. Wand. I knew that would be the case, but uh, I'm used Wild, to dis- Yeah. especially if you like. Well, yeah, Wild. Dingus, it's it's a dingus movie. With 30 votes. Speaking of a dingus movie, Hunt for Red October. Jesus Christ. <laughs> which now that someone used Red October as used a dick, erect penis. Yeah.
3: Mm. Uh,
0: and uh, here's a Kelly vote. The Shining, 30 votes. Ooh. Ugh. Ready? Dingus doesn't like it, so it'll be an interesting... I know. One. Yeah, I want to make Dingus watch The Shining again. Yeah. 33 votes for Captain Fantastic. Didn't see it. I was curious. Yeah. 36 votes either. for Love and Friendship. Hmm. Sounds like mm-hmm. Jennifer Garner or something. Yeah. 40 votes for Paprika. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's anime, because when I was in line to see... I was at an indie theater this weekend, and in line, they have the little posting of what all they're showing. And there was a little cartoon. It was obviously anime and the word paprika. So it's, it's the kind of anime that would play at art houses. Yeah, it's definitely. Uh, not even Akira. Well, here we go, Kelly Wan. This is more our speed. With 45 votes, Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, there's anime. Well, oh, how dare you? How dare you? It's For white a people, cartoon. It's P.F. Chang's anime. It's... <laughs> 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 Also with 45 votes, Once Upon a Time in the West. With, I like that movie. With That's 50 true. votes, speaking of movies you like, Kelly Wan, Crank High Voltage. Yes, Lang. Beilin. Lang. right. Also beilang. with 50 votes, I'm suspecting this one might be near and dear to your heart as well, Kelly Wan. Actually, probably Dingus, too. Runaway. Uh, Tom Selleck? Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spiders,
0: Gene Simmons. Dingus' favorite. The pipe. Don't know whose nice. favorite this is. Uh, Fifty votes for Solar Babies.
2: Uh, who's the bad guy, Malcolm McDowell, or is, I've, I've never I seen
0: Solar Babies. Tank. I don't know. So, is it a roller skating movie? Yeah, it's roller skating
2: versus Thunderdome. It's roller skating kids. Ver- it's it's Thunderdome without Mad Max.
1: All right, so back we- when we did the uh, uh, the quizzes, and then Kelly Wan made us guess Solar Babies. <laughs> <things. laughs> wow. There's oh. someone named
0: Bodai a, and a kid keeps going. His name's is Bodai. Kelly Wand, you might have called down solar babies on us.
2: It's anime for uh, three-year-olds, white people.
0: Speaking of calling things down on us, with 55 votes, Kelly Wand, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Oh, right. let's get ready. Also with 55 votes, Brick, oh. Jaws, Midnight yeah. Run. Mm. Yeah, With oh. 60 votes, Blue is the Warmest Color. Oh, my fucking God. With 70 oh votes. God. Can't wait. The, the Passenger. Not the Chris Pratt Jennifer. Oh, I saw that, finally. No, wait, not Passengers. This is the Antonioni Italian uh, existentialist movie, The Passenger.
2: Right, I saw the shitty Chris Pratt one.
0: Oh, yeah, it's, why did you do that? I wanted to make fun of it. All right, It's, it's pretty boring. With 100 votes... Now, and this one, uh, the fellow who submitted it, Soren, uh, and I'm so glad he put this on my radar, said we might have an issue with it because there's currently no release planned for it in Germany. So he wants us to do uh, Raw, the movie I just saw this weekend, which is fucking uh, excellent, and I, I, it's, it's my new best friend. Uh, so he submitted a backup, which is an anime movie called Universal Soldier, uh, Day of Reckoning, <laughs> case, in case Raw gets Oh, there's a sequel to Universal Soldier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also with 100 votes, Who Am I, a Jackie Chan movie. Yeah. I also, remember he asked it. Uh, well, it, and it has been submitted previously. Also submitted previously with 100 votes. Dingus, I'm sure you know who submitted this. Our good friend Aaron, uh, 100 votes for Zulu. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: then I think finally, that's how you're
0: supposed to say it. <laughs> what do you mean? How else would you say it?
2: I don't know, like a white man.
0: Zulu. <laughs> I Zulu. I did it right. And finally, I don't know how to say this one. With 150 votes, it is a, a super early Werner Herzog movie. Strzok. That's the number. Yeah, 150 someone, votes for <laughs> So Someone really wants us to see Strzok. And I'm not even sure what it is, except I'd heard of it. It is early Werner Herzog. I don't know if it predates. I think the earliest Werner Herzog I know, is the one where that, that guy named Casper gets locked up in a basement. Uh the burning bed. Yeah. No, that might be the name of it even, Casper Locked Up. A- Starship uh, Troopers. Lottery women. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Find Kelly Wand, I women. would like you to open a web browser. Dingus, do you have the little document open with me here? That yes, had, I yeah, do. you do. I see you in here. All right. So Kelly Wand, I need Wait, you to open- uh, before he does that, what am I gonna be doing with you here? We're just gonna verify the number with each other because you can see I've tallied on the right. From jail. <laughs> From jail. I've tallied From on the jail. Right the cumulative total. So we look up the number or above. Whatever number Kelly Wan picks, we look at what gap it fits into here. You see what I'm saying?
3: Like okay.
0: Uh and just, you know, just we're just checking each other's work. All right, Kelly Wan, I need you to open up a web browser and go to randomresult.com. Oh god. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's where I got my you, or you're just that's where I got my erection picks. <laughs> coins, dices. dices. Numbers numbers in a range. Yeah, Uh this is not an English language page because note how they spell the word between. Oh, yeah. So, yep. Pick one number between one and then put in instead of the ten one, seven, five, zero. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Dingus, you count him down. Wait, Kel- should I check the box that says distinct? Yes, make sure it's a distinct number and that it doesn't repeat itself.
1: <laughs> uh, so whew, so choose – ex- is there is there a box that says extinct?
0: <laughs> or indistinct, <laughs> yeah. All right, so Kelly Wan, Dingus is going to count you down. You're going to press draw now, tell us the number, and then Dingus and I are going to go down the list and uh, confirm what it is. Are we sure this is a legit website? I use it all the time for my Patreon campaign and for my Request Wednesday when I live stream video games. All right. So the answer is no, but uh, I use it a lot. (laughs) Kelly Wand, all websites are equally legit. Oh. All right, Kelly Wand, tell us when you're ready. Do you have numbers, one numbers between 1 and 1,750 queued up? Yes, Distinct is checked. All right, Dingus, count him down.
2: All right. Wait, what am I
0: doing? You're just pressing draw now when when Dingus tells you to.
1: Oh, is he going to to number zero? Yeah, I'm going to count down to one and you're going to go on one. All right. Wait, from what? Are we going on one or on go? Is it one
2: or go or the first number you say?
1: 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Oh God, go.
0: Ten thirty eight. Something. Dingus, are you looking at what I am? It's a movie that begins with the letter R. Hold on. What?
1: Ten thirty
0: eight. So these are all uh, organized in alphabetical order, yep. uh, and then so it's a two thousand nine movie. You're seeing what I'm seeing, right, so, Dingus? So we're going with the submitted by Ruben Brune Strain. That's what you're seeing, right, Dingus? Dingus, tell the listeners in Kellywan what movie we're doing next week.
1: This is a movie I've never heard of. It's called Red Line.
0: Huh. What did I write in parentheses to remind uh, myself what it is, Dingus? Oh, no. It says
1: 2009. There's a word I don't know how to pronounce. Anime. A-N-I-M-E. I don't know how to pronounce that word.
0: There you go, Kelly Wand. Anime. Some anime. Wait, I was kidding. That was just a <laughs> plug <laughs> I have no idea what that is. Why did you go, oh, yeah, Kelly Wines? Like, did you know what this is? Well, I remembered you saying it, and I got excited
2: for a second because I thought, oh, it's thin red line. And then I went, wait, <laughs> something's not right.
0: So there's I a 2007, that. it looks like an action movie or something called Red Line. Oh, it looks like a racing movie. Ooh, I should see that. A gorgeous young automobile fanatic finds herself caught up in illegal drug racing competitions organized by exotic car fanatics. It's not that red line. That's from 2007. This is a 2009 movie. I'm not even going to read the synopsis. As a matter of fact, I don't want to know anything about it. I'm going yeah. blind. It's called uh, Redline. Let me just make sure we're not going to have issues with its availability. Uh, we'll figure- oh, yeah, yeah. There it is. It's online. Yep, it's totally available for streaming. We're good to go. So, uh, listeners, the winner, congratulations to Mr. Broom Strange, <sighs> uh, of the 2017 Make Us Watch Whatever You Want fundraiser, fund drive, has, uh, is Redline, a 2009 movie. But really, the, you guys, I, again, this, this, the, out, the generosity of you guys is just staggering. Uh, You're all awesome. I'm just delighted with how many people showed up with the variety of, of things that you guys chose. With the fact that we get to hear Kelly Wand read an anime synopsis, hopefully involving lots of Japanese uh, names. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's not Redline the energy drink. It's not that, and it's not that 2007 racing movie. Although you can watch that, and you can drink the energy drink. It's just sometime in the next week, watch Red Line.
1: That racing movie looks
0: cool. It's not
1: a 2000 –
0: what? So there's a 2007 movie called Red Line, which is about racing. I read you the synopsis of that. It's not a cartoon. Because that's not a cartoon. The one we're watching is a cartoon from 2009. So it's not technically a movie, but that's okay. uh, Called Red Line. there's
2: a 2013 one called Red Line, and it's it shows a train in flames, and at the bottom it says, Next Stop, Terror. Whoa, I want to see that one.
0: Oh, yeah, and it's two words. It. Right, right, two words. Ooh, I do want to see that one. Look at that. Next Stop's Terror, Tom. Oh, you know, I've seen that. And they're already on fire, so it's already bad. And no, no is- I've seen it. It's so stupid, they uh, they find a bomb. Like, the the subway derails, and they're in a trailer. In a, in a train, they're in a train. It's like they're in the underground part of the subway in LA, which we actually have here. And uh, there's like a bomb, like a Hard Three, and they have to disarm the bomb. And there's like an Arabic kid who they're suspicious that he planted it. It's so stupid. So I heard with again, not that red line because that's two words. That's actually part of the the LA subway is the red line. This is a one-word topic, a one-word title. It's 2009. It's anime. That's all you need to know. Watch it. Uh, Join us for next week's podcast uh, and a three by three of non-violent, non-sexual touches between people, not between buildings and the ground, <laughs> as our three by three. I am Tom Chick. I have been here with Christian Murkowski. It's Christian Murkowski. And we had Kelly Wand. Oh my God.
4: that's
3: uh, not the one where I wear a mullet. Uh-huh. I swore an oath to keep it secret. This lie
0: has kept apocalypse at bay for hundreds of years. We were afraid if the Queen's heart was destroyed, you'd lose your immortality or die.
3: That wasn't your choice to make That wasn't your choice to make
1: I can't tell when I'm talking and when I'm not talking.
2: Wait, Kong says that? (laughs) At
1: least they kept that. That was an unconventional encounter.